What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out and to the coach. That's you. Shout out to the coach gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. Welcome back to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly. The notorious one, new, 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 new world order, aka Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. And you are in the Desert Storm bunker with every woman's fantasy that is EWF and CGAC, God Allah, and the eight time demonetized champion of YouTube. We are back in here with a great show for you today. This is Blue Chip Mindset Wednesday, where we're going to hit you with a portion of the show. With some blue chips. All right. And if you don't know, blue chips represent at one particular point in the three color chip poker game, the highest value chip. So this is not just a high value man strategy. This is a strategy that strategy that you must implement in your entire life in the forthcoming book, Blue Chip Mindset. And it will have a subtitle later to be named. We are going to give you the principles of changing your mind towards the mindset that is necessary of a blue chip mindset person. All right. Even if you're a man and you're a tranny. All right. You're a woman. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can all be a part of the blue chip mindset. But men really, really need this message at this time. Today's message is going to be breaking the cycle. How you must break the cycle. And um, it's going to be problematic for a lot of guys. A lot of guys are going to rebuke me in the name of Satan when I give you this information. A lot of people... Don't like the way I do this, the way I strategize. But in order to break the cycle, you must take drastic measures. You must be willing to cuff your balls and take drastic measures to change the direction, not only of your life, but potentially your family's life or anybody else you care about. Your community, all right, anybody else, the homeless people, hoes, whatever you want. All right. But we got that coming up today. We got a straggle and sniggle and a doom and gloom CGA. We are live on Twitch, fakebook.com, and we're also live on YouTube on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel and the Notorious channel, and also on Twitch and Rumble. We are worldwide here, and the coach gang is international. Internationally known and all of that stuff. So anyway, man, do me a favor. Hit the like button while you're coming into the stream. When you enter the stream, hit the like button. And uh, this would be greatly appreciated so we can get this message out to more and more people. All right. We are entering into a very pivotal phase of my content creation. And um, I'm excited about this phase. And if you've been following me on all of the platforms, on all of the channels here on YouTube, you will realize that um, I'm spread out wide like your 304 junior college niece is when she's visiting CGA. Spread out wide. I mean, all over on YouTube. All right, several demonetized channels. There's channels I even forgot about. All right, but um, I have multiple, multiple channels on here. Many of them get the replays just in case you, you know, can't watch the live stream. I dice them up. You know what I mean? I'm all over social media. All right, big, big, big major following here. Big things, big things being done. All right, and this is just the beginning. So pivotal phase of my content curation lifestyle, and uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, do me a favor also. Also, join me on Patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams and Locals. Locals as well. And also, you can contribute to today's show. Dollar sign the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, PayPal, 
me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that's pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the Notorious new, 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 new world order. CGA channel. And also, ladies, we have the 52-point program, um, the inspection where I kick those tires and check up under the hood for you to be able to get to the become the woman that you want. So if you want to be a part of the 52-point inspection program, please get a hold of CGA and I'll get a hold on you. We definitely will lay hands, and we will give you that wonderful, uh, I can't remember the name of the facial, but we we do got the true serum over here, and uh, all of that consent forms will be passed out in the back after class, and uh, all of that stuff. Yes, indeed, that's what we're doing here. There's so much going on in the wonderful world of the Coach Gang, and the Coach Gang is internationally known. Trying. The Coach Gang is in the building. All right, yes, indeed. Anyway, look. Let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show so we can kick it. All right, we got doom and gloom coming up first, man, and uh, we'll remind you why we do that. But Albert Wesker says most don't break the cycle because they fear success. They fear success. Yeah, they feel they fear what success may make you become, but there's something that they're missing on that. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like steroids. Yeah, it's kind of like that, bro. All right, shout out to TJ Ship says it's all Jermaine's fault and it is all Jermaine's Thank you, man. I got I got to remember that. Shout out to TJ Ship. It is the total package. The total package facial. I got to type this real quick. I got to type it in my notes because I love that. Who, who was getting the total package facial? I think it was like Vanessa Williams. <laughs> she was getting that total package, man. I got to type that in, man, because that that's unforgettable. And uh, yeah, man, I'm the whole freaking show and also the total package right now. <laughs> Jesus the total package facial. I just have to think of Lex Luger or something or something like that. Pause. Where are we at? Uh, oh, we're at Super Chats here. Shout out to TJ Ship. Choppa. My brother here, first sin. He says, first sin, assets up, 304s down. All right, they stay where they are. And if yo ninja try to trip, his ass about to get clizzed. Yes, indeed. Assets up, 304s down. Let's get our priorities straight. Let's get our priorities straight. The Working Man Podcast says, for the man with the coldest intros on YouTube, keeping me motivated while I focus on my career. So I could focus on my career. All right, shout out to the career-oriented gentlemen out here, man. Oh, we live in a wonderful world, man. AI, AI, AI. Guys, start capitalizing on this open window. There's an open window for men to be able to cuff their balls, enter into a marketplace where they can stay on top and uh, not fold under the under the uh, fraudulent uh, media and feminist-oriented uh, population here, right? They're, they're trying to push the narrative that you just need to back down and let everybody else get a chance. <laughs> no, that ain't how it works. All right, that ain't how it works. Um, somebody is trying to ask me a question. Hey, this is how you ask me a question. This is how you ask a question. You put your money where your mouth is, so go ahead and take a break, <laughs> right? Go ahead and take a break. This ninja, this ninja Larry with no icon. <laughs> here we go right here. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, look. Sucker. Sucker for love, ninja, in here. Try, trying to use a trope that everybody else has used. Oh, man, it's sad. All right. It's sad. Uh, ninja's worried about the wrong things. Shout out to our brother. We're going to call you Prince Hakeem in the building. He says, what's good, coach? As the token single dude at my job, I stay away from the normies trying to push marriage onto me, nor do I bring up the free agent lifestyle talking points. However, today, 
I am working with a fellow free agent following an injury at his job when he was 38. His wife divorced him, which forced him to move in with his father for a year as he was falling behind on bills from child support, lawyer fees, etc. I only listened, but everything he brought up is damn word for word what you speak about when he told me F marriage at the end. He's 56, now enrolled in the junior college, enjoying life. And we do this free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, guys, it, it always takes a guy that actually have gone through these things, right? And that's a, we gave you a sponsorship, co-sponsorship. <laughs> hey, man, you guys, guys, I know bitter and hurt men. Don't listen to him. You messed up. You wasn't loving your girl right. You wasn't kissing her. You wasn't stroking her right. And that's why you, nah, man. You'll find out, though. You'll find out. We got our brothers here on the second on Cash App. Kirby says, tuition for my favorite day of the week. And it is the blue chip mindset week. Day of the week. Kevin G, biggest day trading profit ever with dollar sign AMD. Earnings in the building. All right, my brother's making an impact on the market. And um, why not says weekly dues. Let's go. Shout out to you, brother. Corey says, keep your foot on the next coach. That's what we doing. Thank you, brother, for that support. New, 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 new world order. And we got our brother, John. He says, he says, him a liar. He says, women are honest and trusting. Yes, yes, we can trust them. Yeah. Mm. All right. DTA. Don't trust nobody. Curtis Lowe is in the building. He says, coffee on me, coach. Thank you, brother. And we got one more. The 10th man says, shout out to the coach gang. Thanks for the consistent edutainment. And this is the morning wake up show here on the West Coast. I appreciate y'all. And we are getting people early. You're starting your job. You nine to fivers. You're clocking in. You're starting your job and you're tuned in to the greatest show on YouTube. Indeed. And also the people on the East Coast. You guys are also strapped in, ready to go on your smoke break before you hit your lunch break, and you're tapped into the greatest show. We getting brothers through work today. Shout out to the truckers, the blue-collar workers out here, all the paper and pencil pushers, the ladies that are watching me. Yes, you got permission from your husband. The ladies that are watching me, trying to figure out how they can get the best skin in the game. Look at this chocolatey skin. All right, you're watching me. Yes, I know you do. I know you do, and you don't have to admit it, but the 52-point program application is at the back of the class. Anyway, let's get on with today's show. First thing we're going to do is we're going to get into a little bit of doom and gloom. Let's go ahead and ring the bell on these people. A little doom and gloom. And the reason why we do the doom and gloom is to wake your punk ass up. And so we got to wake men up to what's going on in the world, and it's, it's a very, very, very interesting world. Uh, a lot of these things that we talk about, we predicted. So we're actually telling you now new information. We're telling you, yeah, shit is coming down. The sky is falling. But we're telling you that to prepare you. These are warnings. These aren't just to rub it in. All right. All right. So let's get to the first doom and gloom. This is going to be a video talking about coding. Talking about coding. Coding is the future. And if you want to know more about coding, patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams. We had our brother Kevin W. deliver one of the coldest coding presentations uh, that we've ever had on the Money Mindset group. Um, the money, this replay will be up, should be up today. Rosalind is coming over to clean the house. 
uh, today. So she's going to kind of distract me for a few hours. All right, but, um, you know, I'll get the replay up. And uh, also, also, uh, coding is a, a, a place to become secure in your employment in the next couple of 20 years. All right, so uh, let's let this guy tell us what the future is. Future. How about this? I mean, computer code, that's just a type of language. So you can say, and this is a real example that I tried, GPT, find me a security vulnerability, then write some code to exploit it. So I posted in um, some code, this is from like a, a mail server, and I said, uh, please find any exploits and describe any vulnerabilities in the following code, then write a script to exploit them, and in around 10 seconds, that was the code to exploit it. Now, um, you know, people are going to be fearful of this, and the future is the future. Guys, this is just the beginning. This is just the tip of the iceberg. So, uh, you know, what we tell you is we first make you acknowledge that it's true, right? We give you a truth, and it might be uh, something that you can't see because you're deaf, dumb, and or blind, all right, and uh, we tell you, you can't deny anything that I tell you over here because almost all of it comes true. And also, this is going to be our future, and these things are going to be able to exploit the deaf, dumb, and blind. But also, if you're blue-chip-minded, you're thinking of how I can get the best of this, how I can get ahead of this, all right? Maybe learn to code. It's just like a language, all right? Just like uh, HTML is a language. Just like um, um, any other foreign language is a language. This is going to be a universal global language that, that's going to be used here. And so now they're using this as well as hackers. These people are going to be able to um, exploit any uh, vulnerability that you might have. Really simple through artificial intelligence. And that's how fast you can create a code to exploit whatever you want to exploit. Now let him... Continue. We're not going to watch the whole video, but this just serves as a wake up call to get your punk ass going. So while it is not yet the case that you can ask an AI to hack a Wi-Fi router, you can see in the double exponential, whether it's one year or two years or five years, at some soon point, it becomes easy to turn all of the physical hardware that's already out there into kind of the ultimate surveillance. Now, one thing for you all to get is that these might look like separate demos. Like, oh, there's some people over here that are building some specialized AI for hacking Wi-Fi routers. And there's some people over here building some specialized AI for inventing images from text. But the reason we show in each case the language of English and computer code, of English and, and images, of, of um, you know, of, of space, uh, is it, this is all, everyone's contributing to one kind of technology that's going like yeah. this. So okay, so that's, that's all we'll show you on this one. Obviously, you know, we're in the, what I've captioned, the revenge of the nerds. And uh, we've have uh, back in the day where the barbarians used to take over, the bullies, the people who used to be able to get into politics and, and uh, somehow usurp the system and maybe uh, commit a coup, a coup d'etat. Um, and, um, be able to take over and just strong arm people and snatch collars. However, those days are over. We have technology barbarians and they're creating at rapid rates um, the ability to, uh, you know, exploit and bully people. Right. That's that's all it's that's all the difference is. And most of these people are what you would call tech savvy or tech nerds. Now, listen, they've made many, many movies about this and warned us about this. And yes, it's going to be detrimental to a lot of people's lives. Uh, yes, in the near, near, near future, not too far. Uh, and uh, you can probably get on the good side of it by uh, becoming knowledgeable about, knowledgeable about it. But yes, become knowledgeable about these things and that might protect you going forward. Otherwise, if you become uh, a, guy, a guy or a gal who doesn't think 
future and you might think that your job is going to be a job that exists currently, right? I don't, I don't know what to tell you. So the doom and gloom philosophy that we teach over here is to tell you, hey, recognize patterns and recognize what things become a threat to you and then adjust and adapt, all right? Adapt and adjust. If you do not and you stay stagnant and complacent, you're going to get ran over. You <laughs> ran over here. So anyway, um, anyway, a lot of these people don't care about, you know, you as a person or a humanity. And uh, yes, if you go, if you're absent of advancing, this is the stuff that can happen to you and negatively impact you. All right, let's get to the next doom and gloom. Allegedly, I'm not sure if this is a real video. If it is, it's very spooky, but it is par for the course. Something that I've warned you about. Let's go ahead and plan this as if this is real sorry for the headphone gang in the building all right so this is allegedly from the world health organization um we have three women up there i'm not sure uh what this is from but uh let's take a listen obviously this is from some sort of united um united national globalist type group presenting information as to what their agenda would be let's go ahead and play it we're undergoing a soft coup and the idea is to create a whole new set of laws and ignore the existing human rights laws and other laws under the pretext of pandemic preparedness and the biosecurity agenda. The WHO is developing through all its nations, but with the WHO directorate in the United States in charge, a pandemic treaty and amendments to the existing international health regulations that will remove the human rights protections currently um, embedded in the IHRs, will enforce surveillance, censorship, get rid of freedom of speech, require governments to censor and only push a single narrative. Also, we will be sub subject, if, if they can make this work, to vaccines developed in 100 days, which the organization CEPI is planning to do. And one of the people who founded CEPI was Jeremy Farrar, who is now the chief scientist at the WHO to bring this forward. Um, other things that uh, the amendments do is to bind the state so they are no longer recommendations, but enforceable edicts, uh, provide a liability shield, get rid of intellectual property rights, move supplies from one country to another, um, enforce digital passports, and the director general of WHO can demand that a pandemic or a potential pandemic exists. He can just declare it with no standards and then countries around the world will have to obey. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, listen, uh, black women as wives don't even want to obey, but they're going to obey this. I know people are like, what that mean? They're sitting there like, coach, what does this mean? What that mean? It means... Is that fake? It's, it's a fake video. I don't know, man. Listen, I'm going to present it as if it's authentic. But, hey, it's just me. This is the European Parliament, according to their uh, uh, their their label there. And somebody's speaking on behalf of someone. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. And she definitely and th she definitely is speaking confidently about what she's talking about there. All right. But uh, if that's just a snippet. I'm sure that's our, some sort of agenda or plan. No, yeah, it's not fake. I'm being facetious. <laughs> it's, 
All right, but um, there is going to be uh, this is this has been on the horizon, and I warned people of this. Uh, your 2020 and 2021 going into 2022 was just a test. It was a sample. It was a sample or a test to just be able to see how compliant you would be and how fast you would bend that knee. And this is going to be proof and evidence, basically, as we advance into the next couple of five years. And uh, probably, what are we looking at? An election year in the United States, very, very pivotal election. Uh, they're going to have a felon for the first time run for president and possibly win. Um, should he become close to winning, we're going to see some shit. All right, we definitely going to see some. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right, but listen, I don't know who it is. I'm not pushing any narratives or agenda blaming a certain group of people. Um, but we see what we see. And if you're deaf, dumb, and blind and you don't see it and you just want to operate in ignorance and cover your eyes, well, you do what you want to do. Uh, CGA will always be the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. And I just told you right now, um, uh, uh, again, people are going to find my content in about a year and a half or two. And I'm going to talk about something. And he's going to be like, well, somebody somebody else predicted that, Coach. Somebody else. Took, yeah, somebody else and me. All right. And me. I'm telling you where wait, I'm telling you where we're going and we're going. And there's and that's you. And there's nothing you can do about it. So anyway, prepare. Prepare. Uh there, there and by the way, people think that um there's gonna be some sort of tanks rolling down the city, rolling down the city center. That's not how they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it by you choosing it. You're gonna choose it and they're gonna give you two options. They're gonna give you bad and worse. You're gonna pick bad and they're gonna say they they already know what you're gonna do. All right, they already know what you're going to do. They're going to provide you access to mobile phones. They'll say, hey, put your digital ID on that. Put your little card on that. Put your little passport on that. And now you're hooked. Ninja scanning an eyeball for free money on WorldCoin. So listen, I, I ain't holding out hope. I'm just going to go ahead and say prepare. And by the way, patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams has a good prepare stream on there as well. Speaking of, because you guys are not self-sufficient, you don't have knowledge of self, and you are not self-aware, Let's talk about this right here, uh, something that I've been talking about regarding inflation, inflation. Um, a guy, um, I think he goes by like Pellegrino on uh, local. Shout out to him. He's very inquisitive, insightful. Okay. He talked about this and, um, you know, he made me actually dig deeper and bring, bring this up. He talked about the fact that the there's no real inflation. All right. And um, he made a he made a case for this and made me actually rephrase what I talk about regarding inflation, because we just simply say, hey, there's nothing we can do. Inflation's going out of control, right? But he brought a statement up saying there's really not inflation. What's happening is, is that the corporations are price gouging you. They're, they're, they're artificially inflating the marketplace, and they're making you pay more and or cover, cover the increased cost of their production. So they're not going to eat the cost of production to keep the prices low. They're going to raise the prices, and they're going to raise them higher than necessary in order to take advantage of you. And so when he said that, I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. I need to talk about inflation in a different context because when we talk about it, we're talking about it. Hey, it's just running wild, or we might blame Joe Biden. But what's happening is these corporations are taking advantage of the populace, and this guy's going to present a video according or, or audio of what he says, according to a whistleblower, a leaker, what he says is a corporate person saying that they're going to take advantage of the current marketplace by increasing the prices. All right, so here we go right here again. Again, pay attention. Pay attention, class. Uh, here it is right here. Let me show you why nobody trusts the media. The last couple of years, a lot of us have lived through a little something called inflation where 
everything has gotten more expensive. And naturally, we want to figure out why. A lot of us had this gut feeling that it was corporate greed, corporations raising their prices and ripping us off, aka greedflation. Now, in response to this theory, the mainstream media deemed greedflation to be fake, nonsense, a witch hunt, even a conspiracy theory. And then the tapes came out where a bunch of CEOs were caught on tape bragging about raising prices just because they could. Now, we don't know the date of this uh, particular audio, but... It is what it is, all right? Uh, this is typically what corporations do. Here we go. Make sure that we're not leaving any pricing on the table. We'll take as much pricing as the consumer can absorb. And we know if we need to take more pricing, we have room to do it. To date, we've seen no resistance from our customers. I'm really pleased our sales teams have gotten much better at pricing than ever in the history of the company. We're not going to be giving this pricing back. Now it's not a matter of... Can we take a price increase? Now it's about how much of a price increase are you going to take? Okay, so you know what I mean? It's kind of like it ain't, it's not what I'm, you're going to give me, it's what I'm going to give you. Now, one of the things I talked about this inflation is that they're never going to give the pricing back. The prices never go down. And a lot of normies think, hey, you know, the cost of things are going up. We'll just wait till it comes down. It doesn't come down. Right. And as you heard, one of the CEOs, allegedly the CEOs say, hey, we're not going to give the pricing back. That means we're not going to reset the price to go back down. We're going to take as much as we get. And then we're going to get people to understand that that's the new price. If, in fact, yes, it's called capitalism. If, in fact, we um, are living through this, this is going to hurt people because people's incomes don't go up significantly. Thus, it forces you to actually um, uh it suffers you, it, it forces you to actually uh, pay more, get less. All right. So that's basically what's happening is this is what drug dealers do. Uh, this is called pinching in the drug market. Yes, I've never sold drugs, but I've known some drug addicts and they tell you about pinching. Um, they talked about it in New Jack City in any drug movie. They basically uh, charge you a price. Once they get you hooked, they uh, give you less for the same price. All right. Instead of raising the price, they just give you less for the same price. And because you're hooked, you're going to buy still. You might even complain. And I've lived through several of these um, greedflation or inflation periods where I know, um, yes, when I was a young boy, I could get a candy bar for 25 cents. I could get a bag of chips and a soda pop for 25 cents. I can leave out of the store with three items for a dollar, less than a dollar. All right. I can leave out of the store for three with three items, a bag of chips, a soda pop and a candy bar for less than a dollar. All right, you can't even pull that off today. Matter of fact, there's nothing you can do for less than a dollar, all right? Uh, but potato chips companies figure that out is to put more air in the bag and less chips, all right? So they raise the prices of the chips, put more air in the bag, and all the chips are at the bottom. You know what I mean? Listen. <laughs> but you hooked on it. You hooked on the taste. You hooked on the flavor. So as they keep taking uh, increases and charging you, and then they never give back the price. Yeah, you keep buying it, and that's what it is. All right, anyway, man. Oh, man, what a world we live in, but a lot of people got to live and learn. Uh, the, rank, the main problem with this is that we have stagnated the uh, income of the person, of the people. Now, I'm not a socialist. I'm, not a, I'm a definitely a capitalist, uh, although capitalism is, again, a pejorative. Shout out to Dr. Thunder. Capitalism is not actually what you participate in. Capitalism was actually coined by Karl Marx himself. The term that you want to say you participate in is called free market. 
and we are free marketers. I'm a free marketer myself. And so I believe in the free market. I love the free market. We we're in America, shout out to everybody listening to me, not in America, but in America, you can go from nothing to somebody in a relative short amount of time where this is not existent. It's impossible in any other country, in almost every other country, it's impossible. But in America, we have that, but soon to be not have that. So I would tell you, embrace free market. I know it's tough for a lot of people. And if you're not a free marketer and you're a socialist or a Marxist or whatever, um, this my philosophy is not for you. But also, there's a rat race out here that you might try to participate in that might be counterproductive and you must recognize if you're walking the wrong path. All right, so anyway, free marketer for sure. Hey, what are we doing here? We're teaching today, but do me a favor. Hit the like button. We're going to transition to straggle and sniggle. But first, follow me on all social media. The links are in the description box below. Young nigga got a fetish for success if I ain't next and I just leave him pressure Next to rain on the window pane, puffy plain Jane Let him second guess me when I cop the Porsche with the porcelain skin Grip the wheels at the We doing big things out here and all of my social media links We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook For a period of time, they might kick me off at any particular point And we're on TikTok Alright, and if you're following my old TikTok That's got deleted, well, I don't know what to tell you But I'm gonna get into some super chats and then we're going to get into Straggle and Sniggle Theater and have a little bit more fun instead of all that doom and gloom. But, hey, you heard it here first. What are we doing here? We got our brother, the Working Man Podcast. I got him already, but I mentioned your name again. Abby Santi says, salute CGA on my monk mode, rebuilding myself, following the free agent lifestyle. You're the GOAT of the dark side. Appreciate you, brother, man. And if you don't know... <laughs> Right. <laughs> the dark side for life. Coles Vids 19 says, get him, coach. We out here. J Flo says, if you're going to cheat, then at least level up ninjas. Don't get caught with a busted Dita in the backseat. Coach Gang Yang for life. <laughs> Remember that Gordita that was boning that dude in the backseat and the wife pulled up? I got to pull that video up. That that video was funny as hell. Cody Draper says, morning, coach. You should break down a passion for more. It's a book. All right. Thank you, brother. CGS DeGo says, I saw a documentary on the tube last night on how the FBI stole Puerto Rico. He says the three-letter agencies. And he says, use atrocious, despicable, unconscionable, unconscionable reprehensible, and disgraceful, disgusting behavior. And, um... Uh, there's more to even talk about that. There's a lot to even discuss going in. Uh, we do have influence over many, many nations. And uh, the way we do it is, yeah, unconscionable in many, many cases. But that does protect us in many ways. So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Did you guys know Puerto Rico was a part of the United States? Yeah, you guys don't know that. But they'll never make it a state because it just doesn't make sense. But, uh, yeah, Donald Trump found out. Remember, remember when Donald Trump found out <laughs> he was like, we have a national budget. Shout out to Donald Trump. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? I mean, I believe he knew, but it just slipped his mind. You know what I mean? He was like just chilling. He had his budget all set. He had his way to take over the economy. And Puerto Rico had an earthquake. 
and it was like Rome, and they was like, yeah, what we going to do about Puerto Rico? And he was like, that's your whole country? He was like, I don't care about Puerto Rico. They was like, uh, sorry, sir, um, they're part of the United States. <laughs> yeah. We got to help them. They're, they're, they're one of us. They're, they're, they'll never get statehood, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, I'm going to tell you why, because they'll never, it won't make sense to say we have 52 states. <laughs> it won't make sense. They're not going to put two extra stars on the flag. It's kind of good, you know, if you don't understand numerology, it makes sense to just keep things with the numbers nice and neat. 50. <laughs> All right. He said, Trump, Trump threw on paper towels, clean this shit up. <laughs> clean that shit up over there. They're never going to like make it like we have 52 states. Most people don't even know we have 50 states. They don't even know, but it's nice and neat. But Hawaii, Hawaii, most of these places were just territories. Hawaii, I mean, up until the 1940s, Hawaii wasn't a state. Uh, neither was Alaska. It was like, well, 50 sounds neat. <laughs> All right, so anyway, oh, man. Yeah, Trump found out. He was like, can they take paper towels and clean that shit up? <laughs> they're not a terror. They're only a territory. We, can, we, don't, we don't have no, we supposed to support them? God dang. Yep, they vote. They vote in elections, too. They vote. Come on, fam. They got a lot of power down there. So is the U.S. Virgin Islands, Guam. I don't know. Does Guam vote? Crazy. 50 states, 50 stars. Yeah, 52 is off brand. Nobody's going to do 52 states. Nobody's going to say 51 states. We, we need a nice and neat 50. Uh, Obama said 52. Shout out to Obama. Hey, what happened about that story about that die, guy that died on that? Uh, Hey, hold up. Speaking of Obama, what happened to that guy that died on the, um, that shit disappeared. Hold on for a second. All right. I'm sorry. I brought it up. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> All right. I said 52 because I, I count the Virgin Islands. That's what I mean. Like 51, it wouldn't make sense to go 51. You got Guam, Virgin Islands, like, like you'll just muddy up the number. But it's really 52 and 53, really, if you count them all. All right, anyway. <laughs> what happened to the chef and the cook? What, what happened to that story? Anyone? Where, where? New, 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 new world order. <laughs> that shit disappeared on the news, man. I ain't never heard of it. I ain't even heard of it no more. Anybody know? Can I get an update? And perhaps can I get an update? No? I don't know. All right, where are we at here? Joshua Moon says, this is why I get in trouble. This is why I get in trouble. Joshua Moon says, on my smoke break at my first job, he says, I'm also the token at my job. All bosses and coworkers are Middle Eastern. Give the pro-blacks the Undertaker bell out here. Oh, not the, not the Middle Eastern. Not the Middle Eastern. Jeez. All right, shout out to them. <laughs> hey, do, do brothers, brothers, I've got to start some businesses. Ty says, I'm watching your last stream and dying at the open mouth sniggle look. He says, I had to drop a five because I can't get that kind of entertainment for free. Shout out to you. And you know what look I'm talking about when the ninja up to no good. If you missed that on last night's show, we was cutting up. <laughs> we was cutting up. We showed you what sniggles look like when they up to no good. All right. Uh, we got uh, Mr. Zen in the building. He says, I coded music blue chip mindset for the win. Music coding. Oh, man, dude, you can't even get an 808 no more and make no money. 
You can't even get an 808. I mean, get you a machine box. Man, it's a mess out here. All right, I need money, says Money Mindset. Best of the week. Shout out to the boss hog in the building. All right, all right. And I think I got Kirby already. Thank you, brother, over there. I'm going to try to see if I can shift over to PayPal. Yeah, people don't, people are realizing how many territories we actually have. All right, you know, because they're like, well, it's 51, 52, 53. Dude, we could have 54 states at this point. But we won't. We never will. All right, District of Columbia will never be a state. All right, but it is a territory. It's right there. It makes sense, but it is not a state. So we could really have 54 at this point. But uh, anyway, stop trying to correct me. <laughs> Ninjas always try to correct me, man. Come on, man. I'm telling you what it is. All right, where are we at here? Shout out to, uh, we call you Brayon, says coach. Quick question. Can a man build wealth or be financially stable with while paying child support? Yes. But you have to have a side hustle kind of under the table and you have to be off W-2, 1099. Yes, you have to not be on a W-2. All right. If you can have a cash business, maybe a business that pays you through alternative apps that you don't, you know what I mean? Like, you know, they ain't going to be, I mean, they know how to find these things. All right, we know how to find these things, but the only way you do it is off W-2. But because um, ch- child support is set for you not to be free. So they know that if you ever get ahead, you can defend yourself, and uh, they don't want you to be able to defend yourself. They want you to be a nice little lemming, and they set these child support, um, they set, set these child support rates at points where it makes it impossible for you to get over. It makes you impossible to even support your own self and support a different household. So be careful there. You got to have to also be able to find ways to earn money off a W-2. That's how you're going to have to do it. And uh, just a little bit of hint, do not get a savings account while on child support. (laughs) No savings account. All right, um, because they're going to find a way to snatch that money too. All right, so even if they, like say for instance, you had a savings account and um, they put a, unfair child support uh, judgment on you and you get behind in arrears and uh, you start making money and you might start making side money and you get a savings account and your arrears are stacking up. They're going to snatch that money. They're going to put a levy on that account and it's going to be gone. So anyway, (laughs) they're going to take, they're going to tap into it. They have a thing that scans all accounts. And if you save point, uh, zero one dollars, which is one cent. If you if you're saving even one cent in a savings account while having arrears, they're gonna snatch it. All right, so checking account is different. Um, do not get a combination checking and savings account. They're gonna snatch it. All right, so watch out if you're if you have a savings and checking account. Like you go to a bank and they say, hey, we have this. Uh, you were like, can I open an account? And they say, what kind of account? I want a checking account. And they were like, oh, we have this checking account that has a savings and it's a savings and checking. Don't open it. <laughs> All right, just open checking account. No savings account. If you have arrears, I'm giving y'all game. Somebody look. Hey, somebody send me a PayPal. Somebody send my ass. Um, send my ass a super chat. I just gave y'all extra game. All right, so anyway. Shout out to Kaylin. What's up, coach? I don't know if you heard, but ESPN ESPN has continued the dumpster fire by letting Mark Jackson go. After firing Jeff Van Gundy as a part of the lead NBA broadcasting team, one of the replacements is Doris Burke. So next year, the NBA Finals will have a female broadcaster just to prove a point. Well, ESPN's a dumpster fire, so I don't care what they do. 
All right, I just hope, I mean, I don't care what ESPN does. They, they, they are, they are uh, suffering from their own pursuits to be woke and go woke, get woke, go broke. All right, ESPN don't mean nothing to me no more. All right, I don't even watch ESPN unless I absolutely have to. And there's a game on. I don't watch any of their programming. I don't watch any of their little highlight shows. I don't watch any of their sports center. They're irrelevant to me. Anyway. All right. Shout out to Moose Hefner says, Coach Prime says, we coming. Coach Greg Adams says, we going in the building. Thank you, brother. Uh, shout out to Coach new, Prime. New, 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 new world order. What are we doing here? Uh, let's see here. Million dollars worth of game. Let's see, uh, last one, and I'm going to get back to the show. Sizzo in the building. Sizzo. He says, for the blue chip mindset Wednesday, Coach LeBron School is now on the Ohio watch list because not a single one of his students can pass the state math exam. Wow, he says, more evidence to lead the community. Hashtag Yacht Mob. Again, a great thing. Um, I called out LeBron opening that school right away. I was like, man, first of all, People were so clueless. They thought it was a private school. And then when we said, hey, listen, it's just a public school. It's an extension of the um, accurate school district. I do. I was on this. Listen, I'm a contrarian. I'm not a contrarian. I'm simply a person that is. Um, I look at all the details. I don't get hopped up on the emotion. Look at LeBron. He's giving back to the community. And I often I was like, well, let me investigate it. And I was like, it's just an extension of the Akron Public School District, and people were pissed that he, people in the school district is actually pissed that the relationship was not actually disclosed and, and as it intentionally was, was meant to be. Um, they made it out to be something it was not, uh, like he was going to be teaching at the school and the headmaster and the head ninja in charge. I was like, it's not going to be none of that. And, of course, they got a black eye on the game less than, what, three to five years later where they're underperforming just like probably the rest of the school district is as well. All right. Um, somebody says, was it a charter school? Well, it was a, still a public school and more mostly a place for him to write off taxes and and, and so forth and so on. So, um, you know, these are tax shelters. That's I understand. That's all it was. It's just business and business is business. It wasn't meant to give back and all of that stuff, uh, especially especially when none of the kids can pass the math, the state math requirements, please. But of course, people. People quiet on that as well. <laughs> People goofy, man. All right, but you got hopped up on the emotion. See, we making a change. No, we not. We're writing off taxes, apparently. Yeah, they need Mr. Clark. Uh, speaking of Mr. Clark and needing Mr. Clark, let's get into a little bit of straggle and sniggle theater, and uh, let's roll that beautiful intro. Oh, I messed it up. Let's roll the intro. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Here's the thing, man there's no Robin Hoods out here. People always want to make somebody out to be a Robin Hood. There's no Robin Hoods, there's people just trying to protect their money, all right? And there's bigger and bigger, it goes bigger than this. But I try not to go deep down the rabbit hole because we have too many normies here, and I'm not here to argue, all right? I'm just letting I'm not here to argue. People were trying to argue me uh, earlier today on how many states. When I said 52, they were like, whoa, that would make 51. But then I'm like, Guam, Virgin Islands, D.C. There's, there's more room here for the argument. And um, just because I say something doesn't mean I don't know. I'm just saying it. And you guys trying to argue me. I'm, I'm always on the right side. Trust me. You're just not getting the full, complete thought. This is only a three-hour show. <laughs> okay. 
The reality is take the emotion out of everything. There's no Robin Hood. There's no black man coming to the hood to save it. There's no Nino Brown. There's none of that shit. Everybody about the money. When it comes to LeBron, and shout out to him, he about his money. All right? That's what he about. Um, and <laughs> ninjas always like the virtue signaling, but the virtue signaling don't mean shit out here. All right, anyway, let's get to it, man. Hey, nothing matters but them greenbacks. And right, right now we got digital greenbacks. Let's get to the straggle and sniggle theater. Apparently... Um, speaking of sniggles that are up to no good, apparently, if you can see this on the screen, we have sniggles robbing the Gucci store in Beverly Hills. Let's take you to it. Well, I mean, they got away. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. They was out of there quick. And first of all, I don't even know. I don't even know how they got in the store. That's the question. How did that many sniggles get in the store? If you don't know, many times you got to have an appointment. I mean, what did they do? Run in, smash and grab? What is this lady doing standing there with them fat ass cankles? All right, but here we go. Uh, she out here too. She the leader. Like, how did all of them get in there? And look at this white dude right here trying to chase him, his old ass, about the trip over a couple of bags. I mean, they could have went down to Chinatown and in the area and got them a couple of bags. I'm not sure why they needed to go get those bags, but this, I can't tell you. Um, you know, this is a corporate store probably charging exorbitant char fees for their useless um, bags, right? So I don't have a fight on either side of this. I don't like theft, but both of these corporate, uh, both of these people are committing some sort of theft. The Gucci store is by charging these damn fees for whatever they're selling. All right, that's theft on itself, but it is what it is. It's organized crime theft. And then you have these sniggles running around here looking ridiculous, robbing it. All right, now my problem is, you know, whatever you might be on the side of, yeah, we should steal from them. Okay, go ahead. All right, support lawlessness and also support people who are going to do absolutely nothing with this money. All right, they're going to sell this on the black market somewhere downtown in Chinatown. And what are they going to do? They're going to pawn it off to what you would call a fencer. They're going to fence this equip. They're going to fence this to somebody. They're going to get $1,000 maybe for this job. And then they're also going to probably uh, shoot one of their partners dead spend half of it on drugs, fight over the rest of it. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing going to, not, not much is going to come from these people. They're not going to save the community by stealing Gucci bags. Trust me, Gucci's just going to raise the price and make people pay more for these Gucci bags. That's all that's going to happen. And so Gucci now has a reason to now charge more for their, their merchandise. What are we doing here? This is a, uh, this is just sad all around. The the testimony of uh, America right here, the corporate greed of the of, of these these uh, companies, these companies that's charged these fees uh, for these for these bags and these clothes is ridiculous. But all right, there these ninjas go. All right, dropping the merchandise, sniggles running around in tight pants. I mean, they fit the bill. Look, how many sniggles was in there? Look at how many sniggles was in there, man. That's a lot of sniggles to be up in one store. I, my question is, anybody ever know? He says Gucci wants this. 
anybody ever know why? How they got in the store? I mean, anybody ever been to a Gucci or a Louis store? Like, sometimes you have to actually get an appointment. I think in Fashion Island, Newport. No, South Coast in Newport or Costa Mesa. You got to actually sign in. You got to get an appointment. They give you your phone number. I think that's Fashion Island. Louis and Fashion Island. Like, they don't just let you come in. So, and as you can see, they had a velvet rope. They did have a velvet rope uh, earlier here. So, let me see here. There it is right there. You see that? So, they have some sort of velvet rope, and these guys are running around it. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't know how that. First of all, how many cars are they going to get in? You know they're going to get in a scat pack. You know they're going to get in a scat pack. How many scat packs is waiting for them? Um, anyway, I mean, I, my question is, how did they get in the store? That's my question. So they must have ran in. That's going to cause a scene. I'm wondering what the delay is on blocking the door or pulling down the gate. Because there was at least eight young men came in there with ski masks. How did they get in? Did they come in two by two? Did they come in four by four? <laughs> All right, anyway, <laughs> in a cloud car. All right, uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting. All right, loyalty test. The loyalty test for social media. I like these loyalty tests. I can't really tell if they're real, but we're going to play it as if it is. And uh, here it is right here. This is a wonderful, fantastic black love couple. Look at this black, lovely couple. Shout out to African-American love. All right, black love does exist. I mean, she's a regular normie, and she managed to get her a six-foot-plus Big old lumberjack-looking ninja with um, uh, what these boots call with these boots. You know me with names. He's wearing these. Uh, I can't think of what these boots are called. Kitten heels. No, what is it called? Anyway, all right. I have a pair of those boots. I can't stand them. But uh, let's continue. What's your name? Comfy. What's your name? Lex. This is such chase out. What are you guys? We are a couple married. Oh, you guys are married. Mm -hmm. How long y'all been married for? Two and a half Two years. Two and a half years. Yeah. You are you guys loyal to each other? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, you think your husband's loyal? Yeah. Like All right, okay. Uh, no, those aren't Timbaland boots. Those are called, um, those are uh, uh, Chelsea's? No, not the Chelsea. Is that what it's called? Chelsea boots, yeah. Anyway, Chuckas. Yeah, Chuckas. Why does that slip my mind? Okay, yeah, he got them Chucka boots on. He got those Chucka boots. All right, um, but anyway, we got a married couple here. We got a black, lovely couple. We got a kind of a chunky black woman here with a tall lumberjack, bearded man, baldy, wearing chucka boots. All right, here we go. Your wife is loyal? Oh, yeah. All right, so why don't you guys do a loyalty test right now and switch phones? I'm down. Uh, I bet. Mm. You guys are married. Yeah, I'll check your phone, sure. Let me... So where's your phone? Uh, let me, I'll check yours, and then uh, we can uh, talk, about, mm -mm. talk about it after. I right, see it. Don't let, play let that. Let me check your phone first. Let me, I got okay. you. How is your guys' relationship? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Great. That's perfect. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who do I text? Your, your sisters? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not around my. You good for now? Um, she good? Nothing. nothing. My sisters. Well, real quick, real quick. And my mom and your mom. Who else do I text? That's really it. See, yeah, you, you not, even knew my password. All right, so let's see who you text. Okay. All right, now at this point, I think this is a skit. All right, this is definitely a skit. So uh, social media has figured out you gotta you gotta fool the people. So now let's see his phone. I this nah nah I'm good I don't I'm not in the hide so I'm it's good it's fine. If you have none to hide, bring your phone. I would just show you my phone for what? Ah uh, whatever. I trust hide. him anyways. Right. It's there trash. There we trust go. Him? Yeah. yeah. Don't you think that was kind of weird that he's not gonna let you look through his phone? I don't need to. Look. It's if all good. It, so do you trust him? Yeah. Yeah. 
look at the camera and say, I trust him. I trust him. Ah, man, famous last word. And uh, take a look at this niggle right here. Uh, yeah, listen, he looks untrustworthy to me. He definitely was shuffling. And uh, take a look at her. She has no choice but to trust this ninja. She don't have time invested. They don't have children. They're a married couple, according to this uh, video right here. She don't have no kids to rake them over the coals for child support. They don't have time invested in the marriage. And he definitely is putting pipe in plenty of women. All right. Yes, a man is only as faithful as his options, as a once wise man said, Chris Rock. All right. And so take a look at this look on his face. She's happy. She's happy as large because she got the guy that she wanted and always dreamed of. Him, on the other hand, she she's just the comfort, the place of comfort, the balloon that he comes home to. All right. He lays down next to that balloon after he finishes tearing down the rest of uh, Houston, Texas. Slim thugs. <laughs> Slim thugs. Lost brother. All right, there he is right there, uh, tearing up Houston, Texas, still tipping old faux foes, wrapped in faux vogues. All right, but uh, let's play the video here again. Do you love her? I trust her. I love her, yes. Let it look through your phone. Nah, nah, it's, uh, there's no need for that. No, no need, need for, for it? it? No. No. no I know it's password. All right, well, all right, guys, have a good one, all right? Yeah, you have too. A good one. All right. Bye. Uh, this has get uh, written all over it, but it's all good. All right, so what's your name? Comfy. What's your name? Lex. This is Chase. What are you guys? We are... A couple. Married. Oh, you guys are married? Mm -hmm. How long y'all been married for? Two and a half Two years. Two and a half years, yeah. Are you guys loyal to each other? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, you think your husband's loyal? Yeah. You like, think your wife is loyal? Oh, yeah. All right, so why don't you guys do a loyalty test right now and switch phones? I'm down. Uh, I bet. Um, you guys are married. Yeah, I'll check your phone, sure. Let me... So where's your phone? Uh, let me, I'll check yours, and then uh, we can uh, talk, about, mm -mm. talk about it after. I see it. Don't let, play let me that. check your phone let me first. Uh, let me, I got you. Okay. Hey, how's your guys' relationship? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Great. That's perfect. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who do I text? Your, your sisters? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not riding my... You good for now. Um, she good? Nothing? Nothing. My sisters? Hold on, real quick, real quick. And my mom? And your yeah, well, you know, she got what she wanted out of life. She got the guy she wanted, uh, temporarily. So I, I don't buy this, but I think men... Men should know that I don't support men cheating on their wives. In fact, I don't support wives cheating on their husbands. I think it's despicable and disgraceful at this point. And uh, people who participated and engage in it, I will tell you that you don't have to out here. Uh, it's a wide open wild, wild west, right? It is the wild, wild sex out here. And there's so much out here that can be given. Um, there's so much STIs that can be passed around. If you want to hook up and you want you a little side thing, I would just tell you, you don't have to cheat. Just be direct and straightforward. If you're locked in a marriage and you have a wondering eye as a male or a female, I'd so, I suggest you don't engage in affairs because affairs can bring on emotions and emotions can bring on blood. All right. And uh, people get tripped up on emotions. So I would tell you if, you, if you're a person, if you're a man and you want to spin plates, just be open and honest. There's a market for it out here. There's no need to lie. You you want the less stress. You don't want to pay with emotions and trying to balance this out. If you're a married man and you want to creep, creep, creeping on the down low, don't, no need to. Uh, just divorce your wife and come out here. You'll have all the sex you want. All right, you can get all the booty you want. So it's out here, even if you have to pay directly for it. It's it's just too much out here. But, um, you know, if you want an open relationship as a male, I suggest that you don't engage in that. You're going to lose that battle if your woman decides to go out there and, um, you know, uh, try to uh, compete with you. 
She's going to have more salami than you can actually go out there and get peace lead. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't even suggest an open relationship. Now, if you guys are swingers, that's a different thing. Swinging is a thing. It's a very ingrained in our upper society. So if you want to become a swinger, uh, that's fair. But just realize that swingers have a lot more rules, more rules than many times your monogamous relationship has. And keeping track of these rules, sometimes it could go left. And I know a lot of open relationship and swingers, they actually have to take breaks from it because of, you know, it's not the best for your relationship, right? It works if you're both on the same page, but sometimes somebody changes their mind or there's kids now involved or they don't want to do it no more or one person gets a pregnancy or STI scare, so forth and so on. I, I tell you, I tell you, just be honest. Honesty is the best policy. Otherwise, you're going to mess yourself up, especially men, if you open a relationship in or if you cheat. All right. I don't think I don't think cheating is good for marriages at all. I don't encourage it at all. Now, if, if, you catch if your wife's not sleeping with you, divorce her. OK. Yeah. If your wife's not sleeping with you, divorce her ass. Get rid of her because it's not going to get better. It's not going to get better. All right. Anyway. Let's get into it. This right here. It's not going to get better. She's not going to wake up one day and just be passionate about you. If she's already checked out of the sexual relationship, divorce her. All right. Anyway. Somebody says, uh, what? All right. Let's get to it here. Uh, this is a skit by a guy called Big Dawes. Big Dawes. He's very popular on YouTube. Let's go ahead and take you to it. Uh, apparently, he has a thing going. If you catch it, you can keep it. If you catch it, you can keep it. Let's play it. Catch it, you keep it. If you catch it, you keep it. If you catch it, you keep it. Ah! No! That was so close. If you catch it, you keep it. Oh! All right, he gonna give me a copy. Oh my goodness, this flatback right here. Lord have mercy. Oh my Lord, Jesus. I mean, flatbacks is one thing, but oh, that looks painful. <laughs> Jesus, what in the hell is that? I mean, listen, I'm all for a flatback, but Jesus. All right, let's continue. Uh, we've had two women who could not catch. <laughs> Fumbling the bag. All right, women don't make, come on, man. Women, step your game up. Oh, oh the, the, dork, the dork guy. The mathlete couldn't catch it. All right. Uh, hey, teach your kids how to catch. Uh, mathletes need to know how to catch, too. <laughs> Goddamn mathlete. All right. Uh, here we go. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> Women are good at communication. <laughs> Women are good at communication. So we have the standard factory issued, stock factory issued women with the black leggings and the uh, this is the airwalks. Shout out to California here. All right, the typical Californian uh, basic bitch right here. Uh, both of them missed it and crashed into each other. I tell you, man, listen, you can't make this shit up. What are we doing here? Oh All right, there we go. Wait a minute. All right, so he caught it and take a look at the girl. Oh, no way. Why? You want to see what's inside? No way. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. $1,000. Thank you so much. Man.
Wait a minute. She just jacked it from you. I love it. <laughs> Look at this goofy. All right, wait a minute. So he caught it. She cheering. He's holding it. She snatches it from him. He says she straight jacked it. Straight jacked. And look at his goofy ass gump. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you ninjas. <laughs> Men are so weak. Men are so goddamn weak out here. It's ridiculous. Well, you know, do, 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 do. happy wife, happy life. Do, do, do. This ninja done did out there risking his life. People out here dropping it, hitting their face, flatbacks dropping it, crashing into each other. He catches it, and she says, it's my money. All right, that was our money. We caught it together. Oh, my God, this is terrible. What's going on with men? I see you, Hi. Hold up. Hold up. Violation, fam. Vi what is this shit? Brothers. And that's you. Brothers, we have no goddamn pride out here. See, I know people going to say, no, nah, you insecure. Look at this. She out here showing her teeth. Niggas always got to show they teeth. How you hugging another man after I didn't caught the money? <laughs> and look how he looking. He looking like. Niggas always got to show they teeth. Straight jacket. Why she didn't hug her man? See, look, people going to make a big deal about what I'm talking about. She hugged, She didn't even hug her man. He caught the money. I got money. She didn't even thank him. She took the money from his hand. And she went and hugged the other man, fam. Wow. You did just bad. Oh, my God, man. Hey, man, I'm telling you, man, just by this, this tells you, this tells you all you need to know. You're welcome. She thought she's thanking the wrong person. He caught it, but I guess it's yours. Exactly. <laughs> if you catch it, you keep it. If you Jeez. catch it, you keep it. If you catch it, you keep it. Ah! No! That was so close. If you catch it, you keep it. Now, the guy caught it with relative ease, all right? He's he, he been playing fantasy football for a while. All right, Ling Ling's still looking in the air and closed her eyes. Oh, my God! Woo! Oh, no way. Hi. You want to see what's inside? All right, look. He, look how fast. Look. What did I tell you about white guys? What did I tell you about white guys? Look how you're looking. Oh, yes, dear. Uh-huh. They in the Matrix. White dudes are in the matrix. I don't care if they, they got a white woman or an Asian woman. They super duper passive in the matrix. Yes, honey. Yes, dear. Look at what I got for you. It's all yours. Spend it how you want. It's yours. Yes. And look at how she doing it. She like, uh-huh. Look at how the greed. Look at the devil inside of her. Look at that. I don't care about money, but look at this. <laughs> look at the greed. The whole demon done came out, fam. The devouring Ling Ling. She's like, it's mine, mine, mine.
straight jacket. Here, honey. Here, dear. Have at it. Go go to Nordstrom's now and blow it. Mm. All right, let's continue. All for a little bit of Ling Ling sex every now and then. $1,000. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, dude, you thanking the wrong guy. She just jacked it from you. I love it. Oh, uh, well, you know. Yup, yup, yup. Yup, 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 He ain't even said nothing yet. <laughs> she counting the money. <laughs> what the fuck? You guys are pathetic out here. You guys are absolute gumps. No balls, no spine, no nothing. Look how fast he ain't held that money for more than five seconds, bro. Oh, my God. Man, he could have been at the junior college and had two Ling Lings tonight. <laughs> this woman was filming. All right, hold on for a second. All right, that's enough of that one. Uh, they always do that to me on YouTube shorts. As soon as I want to go in there, they make it mess it up. All right, we got, we got uh, one more. Now, this one is going to need a big pause. All right, so unfortunately, this, I think, should not be done in our world. We need to do something about this. This apparently is a trans person, okay? You see her on the screen, or them, or him, or they, or them. You see them on the screen. This is a trans person. I want to warn you, because there's still going to be some thirsty ninjas out here. This person is a trans. This is a man as a female. This is a biological man as a female. Now, this person's going to go around and they, them, are going to interview men unknowingly that they're trans. All right, so the men don't know that they're trans. And the guys are going to rate this woman or man. It, yeah, whatever they call it. So I think this should be a violation. I don't think this should be, this should be fair. Because they're not disclosing. I think if you're trans, the best thing you could do is disclose. But they're walking around not disclosing and uh, catching people off guard. This could actually become very dangerous for them or they or them or it. it. So let me get in here because a lot of people are going to look at this person and you're going to be like, I'm still going in. I, I know there's some nasty ninjas out here. Oh, that's nasty. But she's going to approach, of course, black men and young black men. And she's going to, uh, she uh, intentionally approaches young black men and he, they, them are going to get a rating from these black men. Let's, let's go ahead and put this up here. All right, here we go. Hey y'all, we're about to go into Lennox Mall and I'm going to ask people to rate me one to 10. And then we're going to tell them I'm trans and see what they say. Right there. I, then I'm going to tell them I'm trans. I'm going to have them rate me as a woman then I'm going to tell them I'm trans. Now, I don't think this is, this is a violation. This is not good. This is not healthy. And it's mostly unhealthy for the person doing it, not the, not the men. Uh, it's unfortunate that this is being done to the men, uh, but I don't think this should be the true intention. This is unhealthy for the trans person. All right, you could lose a whole bunch of breath uh, doing something like this. Okay, so I have to pause the video because it's, it's hard to hear. The first young man has rated her 9.5. Is this Atlanta? All right. The first young man's rated her 9.5. Or him or they. We're going to say they. 
She said, I, he says, I F with you. All right. All right. The second guy, he looks like a twin brother, has rated them, they 8.7. All right. The second guy, the third guy has rated them, they as an eight. Um, we didn't hear the fourth person and then the fifth person. All right, the fifth person has rated them they a three. All right, so the fifth person is actually rated a three and stepped backwards. All right, so I think the fifth person knows something what's up. Rated them they a three. So I'll come back and replay the video for you. All right, but let's go back around. Three. Okay, I'm not talking to you you can't hear it would it still would i still be a nine if i told you i was trans all right let's continue Okay, so, and then two of the Sniggles are doing the ninja run, which is the runaway and dramatic runaway. All right, so I call this the dramatic runaway, and you're Sniggling as you're running away. All right, and so you're trying to indicate that you're, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So the, the, the fifth guy knew. He was like, I told you I knew something was up, and he's from Atlanta, so he probably sees shit like this. I'll play the entire video for you again uninterrupted, but as you can see, this is going to be perpetrated on men who are unaware and of course some men if they're down bad they'll go they'll do it all right this is the sad reality we're in let's continue hey y'all we're about to go into Lennox Mall and I'm gonna ask people to rate me one to ten and then we're gonna tell them I'm trans and see what they say let's go Okay, now the funny thing is when them they were rated three by the guy who knew something was up, and as you can see, as he gave her the hit them they the rating, they walked he walked backwards. He was like, something's not right. Um, when he said you were a three, she was <laughs> I keep saying she, them they got upset. Oh, I know I'm not gonna talk to you. But he actually knew, he actually was right. So I'm just gonna tell you, man, we're entering into a new day, a new phase. If people are going to do this, expect some things to happen. I don't know what, but this is not a healthy thing to do. And if you know anybody engaging in this type of behavior, you probably want to tell them before they spring people and embarrass people like this uh, and or present an option to people that, um, that, 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 that they might explore. You never know what could happen out here. We're entering into a new world. All right. Speaking of new world. New, 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 new world order. Them they. 
right, hit the like button on here. We're almost at 1,000 likes, so I really appreciate that. We're normally at 500. We're almost at 1,000, so if I can get 170 people or 180 people to hit that like button, that would be fantastic. We're going to hit you with the outro on the Straggle and Sniggle Theater, so hang tight. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five stick, you can get high with me, that's a deal, right? And we're back here. Uh, I always forget to hit the right mute button, but we're back in here. Uh, do me a favor. Let's go through the super chats and uh, we'll be at a thousand likes. And we're going to be at the next segment, which is going to be understanding women. And then we'll get into the blue chip mindset message of breaking the cycle. All right. Shout out to uh, let's see here. We got uh, our brother here is uh, pro mansplainer says, howdy, coachy. I've been grinding, but plugged in sniggling over here. He says, internet was bugging Sunday night for the money mindset. Looking forward to the playback. I believe in free markets, but not so much about free lunches. And I'm ready for that too, man. I like the free market. All right, free lunches I'm not a big fan of. As they say in the the laws of 48, 48 laws of power, despise the free lunch. Uh, there is some free lunches that I will look at. But it's got to be in a certain mindset. But the, the free market is way better for me. I'm suited for the free market. All right. Um, damn, there was a video I was going to share. I'm going to have to see if I can pull it up. All right. But it's going to add into the mindset that we're talking about. Brayon says, Coach, I'm just adding to my previous message. I'm a full-time W-2 worker, and I drive Uber part-time. So will child support kick my ass? Have you been put on child support? That's the first thing. Uh, but secondly, um. Uber is 1099, I believe, a 1099 company. And um, if your significant other, baby mama, ex-wife, knows you drive Uber, she can try to get those records requested, especially if you put these um, side deals on your tax returns, right? Yeah. I mean, Uber does give a submit a paycheck, don't they? Yeah. So, yeah, just watch out. Just watch out. The, if she knows about it, she can make it an issue. And it also depends how far away you are from your, are you getting divorced currently? Is this five years later? Is this a modification? All of these things have to be considered. All right, there's a lot to go through. Shout out to Macaroni Tony says, just another dividend to drum roll the whole freaking show. We here. Shout out to Kevin Sullivan says, the train yang Gang Yang is in the building. Trang. All right. And then let me check the super chats. We got our brother over here, Cali West, Miami. There is no Robin Hood, only Robin in the hood. That's it. All right. Never think that there's somebody going to save you right there. See, Hustle says regarding the chef, he knew how to swim. He says there's a video of him swimming, but they said he drowned. He says he knew something or they deleted him. I don't know. But the story don't went away. We washed our hands of the story. Um, but also, I will tell you, just because you know how to swim doesn't mean you know how to survive um, falling into the water. People drown all the time in less water than that. There's a lot to be said about this. But the story has went away mysteriously. They haven't done any more investigating. They pushed that shit under the rug, which lets me know that uh, anyway, I'll keep it moving. Shout out to Riz Khalifa says, I'll buy that for a dollar. Thank you, brother. Uh, we got MC Hammertoe, Hammertoe, shout out to you. He says, get him, coach. Rational rationality says, hit the like button or yeah, or you're reading rainbow ninjas out here. Shout out to the reading rainbow out here, All right. We just featured one. 
and I'm an all-inclusive guy except for that. Shout out to Brown310. Thank you for that contribution. And it is a perfect time to exercise and stretch and also for you to hit that like button as we continue with this. And do me a favor. Go check out the book, De-Evolution and the Money Mindset. The links are in the description box below. Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. That the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which what? means, you dating know, a man down. who... <laughs> this is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job. Really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. Now. I mm -hmm. hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Extra I can do bad by myself. Left to say. All right, time now. 5-11. Let's All right, you got the book. You got the book, De-Evolution, Free Agent Lifestyle. The links are in the description box below. I got my fourth book coming out. I'm hoping to get that out by December. But uh, we got Free Agent Lifestyle and De-Evolution. What is that? All right, the book that was written in 2014 about feminism and how it has reverse engineered American women. All right, also, if you want to get the book, The Free Agent Lifestyle, those links are available on Audible down below. From the author, yours truly. The notorious one. New, 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 new world order. All right. We're going to get back to the show. And we have understanding women and then the money mindset topic, uh, the blue chip mindset topic uh, of the day. Understanding women. Now, remember, there's a thing that I've been telling you about women. Uh, are there virgins in here? All right. Are there virgins? Are there incels in here? All right. Are there men that are um, experiencing a lack of understanding of women? Well, what I teach you is to understand women, not to love them. And one of the things that I've been teaching you is that women like it down and dirty. Women like it down and dirty, don't you? Ladies, I'm trying to help the men out. There's a lot of guys that don't experience this. They think they want to caress you. Lay down and tell me what's on your mind. What exactly did you do? To make you cry this time. Well, I will be your comforter. I will make it right. You ninjas running around here trying to caress your girl's hair. I like the way you comb. You like to do all of these things here. Well, I've been telling you it's the opposite. Women can handle a lot of punishment. They love to be punished. They love to submit. They just can't find the right man to submit to. And this is one of the arguments. Women don't submit. This because they cannot find the right guy to submit to. And it's because men have been told that you pull out chairs and put coats over puddles and you do all of these things. Now, there's a time and a place for that. And what I've been trying to tell you to understand about women is that 
There's a time and a place, but she wants that from a certain guy, right? She wants the gentleman, the gentleman uh, archetype. We, we've done an entire stream. She wants a guy that can be that type of guy, but also that can uh, pull her hair, smack her on the ass, throttle her, fold her up like a love letter from the second grade. Smack that ass. She likes that. They like it. This is why they like this whole Damn daddy. daddy complex. This is why. Okay, daddy. This is why a woman can get pimped out. Because she likes an aggressive dude. She likes a dude that takes it. Now here. I'm going to show you a woman. She's a nice Indian woman. She's a woman that dressing. She's not dressing like a 304. But listen to her skit. Listen to what she's trying to tell you. And once you figure this out, it's a code breaker. It is a code breaker. You figure out the code. You've cracked the code and you've crossed over. Now, you got to be able to pull this off. And it's a difficult thing to pull off. Women won't tell you this. They're not going to tell, I, I like to be dominated unless you look like a guy that can dominate them. And sometimes they get this from me. They get this vibe. The reason why is I talk shit and I swallow spit. Right? That's the only thing. And I'm actually kind of a little muscular and I got a beard and a ball hit. So some women be like, he look like he can be aggressive with me. And they might tell you, I like to be very submissive. I like to be dominated. I like to be tied down and handcuffed. All right, I'm telling you, man, when you cross over, it's hard to come back out of there. And yes, these aren't the 304s and the skeezers. These are the bookworms, the good girls. These are the average girls, the plain Janes. They like to get dominated. Now, the men that they end up with marrying, these guys aren't the dominators. These guys are providing something else. All right, so we got to understand that. All right, so check this out. This is going to be a woman. It's a short skit. But uh, listen to what she says right here. And her true nature is coming out. Watch this. All I want is for someone to pin me against a wall in an alleyway and have their way with me on a Tuesday afternoon in broad daylight. Is that too much to ask for? Also, can I have the roast chicken with a side of mashed potatoes, please? Thank you. All right. So we'll play it again. She has an Indian accent and I don't want to get canceled by repeating her accent. But one of these things here, I'm going to play it again and then I'm going to break it down. I'm going to play again and break it down. Try to pick up on her accent. All I want is for someone to pin me against a wall in an alleyway and have their way with me on a Tuesday afternoon in broad daylight. Is that too much to ask for? Also, can I have the roast chicken with a side of mashed potatoes, please? Thank you. All I want. Okay. And so you see this right here. Now, let me break it down for you. We're the hammer, they're the nail. This is how it works in nature. This is how it works. Now, women can't run around here saying this in the open because there's judgment. So they got to kind of find that guy and they end up with these guys. They end up doing kind of goofy things that we find and we go, why would you do that? Why would you walk down an alley where there's a bunch of thugs? Yeah, because women have fantasies. That's why. I know people don't want to talk about this. It's a little passe and not all women, but sometimes they find themselves in curious situations, like in a house full of ninjas that are wearing um, oversized pants uh, wife beaters, their hat backwards and Timberland boots. And she's just in there chilling. And you're like, Kaylee, why are you in here chilling with this group of ninjas? Obviously, they're going to throttle you, take advantage of you, make you bend over, grab your ankles and, and, and throttle you. And then they're like, well, I don't know if that possibly could happen. But if it happens, I'll, I'll deal with it. And you're like, interesting. <laughs> they're going to turn you upside down, flip you inside and out and fold your ass up. Uh, well, you know, I'm just... <laughs> you're like, oh, my. 
Interesting. And she says in the video, I just want to be walking. I just want some man to pin me against the wall as I walk down an alley broad daylight. (laughs) Come on, man. Put this shit together. She's putting herself in the most ridiculous situation, although it would be dangerous. For some reason, it just gets her wetter than the Niagara Falls. She wants to be taken advantage of. She wants her face shoved in the pillow. She wants her hair pulled. She wants that ass smack. She want to get a little bit of choke, right? And once they've done this, once they've done this, they, they want it more. They're never going to come back and just get some passive love. All right, and so this is what's happening. Of course, the hypersexual nature of the black woman, they're over overtly saying they like to be demoralized. I have a clip of a woman that we broke it down. They're like, I like to be demoralized. I like to be treated as the submissive. I like to be have my throat spit down. And yes, I mean, listen, it is what it is. They are doing this. And a lot of guys who don't have experience with women don't understand this. You haven't crossed over to this dark side yet. And so you think that your young people in your life, your family members don't participate in this. Yeah, they do. Some women pay for it. Yes. Older women pay for this type of thing. Older women with good careers. Yep. And so they find themselves trying to date these guys and make relationships out of these guys. And it's not relationship. It's just a more of a dominant situation here. And naturally, as much as feminism won't allow women to admit this openly, men are dominant. Women are submissive. This is what they want. Forget what you hear when they come out and talk on the internet. I'm this and I'm that. I'm the big girl in charge. No. Those women want to be dominated, especially if they are in careers where they're being dominated. Uh, Most of what you see is the pinned up version of them. Okay. But (laughs) he's... Yep, it's, it's, and the younger women, actually, they, 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 they actually have movies that actually characterize this, the beauty and the beast, right? They actually are trained into this and ingrained. It's kind of natural, and then the, the story tells them. But um, this is how it kind of works out here. Now, if you're not that guy, they'll find another way to get it out of you. They'll be, okay, you're the date guy. You're the friend guy. And you think you're going to friend your way to this dominance, But it is a truth, and this is another example of, this is yet probably the 50th example of me showing you this. This woman here is a pinned-up woman, right? She's somewhat conservative dressed, or I would say modestly dressed. I think she does have shorts on. She's an Indian woman. She looks Indian. She's modestly dressed. She doesn't look like a skeezer. But look at what she's saying in her mindset, what her thought is. When you wake up, you wake up. I'm sorry. A lot of women have great fantasies. I actually did a show on it where I gave you the statistics of it. And you'll be mind-blowing as the amount of women who think of this. Then when you find themselves in certain positions, then it makes sense. When you see them dating certain men, it makes sense. All right, but here we go right here. Uh, let's play it for you again. This for someone to pin me against a wall in an alleyway and have their way with me on a Tuesday afternoon in broad daylight. Look at that. Look at the frustration. Have my way, have their way with me. Have their way with me. So you'll hear things like this when you go to the dark side. Use me. Take it. Just take it. You'd be like, can I touch you? Just take it. Take it from me. Take, take it, daddy. Use me. Spank me. Smack me. Pull. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's one of those things that you cannot see when you get onto that side. Now, if you're not doing any of this, uh, it's going to require her to actually want it more. And this is where the frustration comes in. 
right? I'm going to tell you the frustration of society and the frustration of women. Remember when I disclosed this important point, and I want you to understand that. I disclosed this important point. The point that I made was there was a time where doctors were able to relieve this hysteria. Follow me. And I actually showed you with evidence that doctors all the way up until the mid-50s would relieve this hysteria prior to the introduction of pharmaceutical drugs. And how they would release this hysteria was what? They will give stimulation to that, that, that pearl, that pearl between the pearl tongue down there. And when women became, let me just show you here, when women became hysterical, the way to release this was through some sort of uh, stimulation. And this was the earlier introduction of the modern-day sex toys. And so there was, used to be a phrase in the 90s called, she's needing it. Okay, when you would see Karens, Karens would come out. This is the cure to Karenism. Karens that come out in the world and they're bugging people and they're complaining, they're yelling, they're screaming, they're shouting. That's a form of hysteria. That's a form of she can't be dominated. She needs it. She needs a release. And doctors knew that they needed to stimulate her to order to get that release. Now, you can't do that now because that's that's against feminism, right? And uh, women can do that on their own. And you're seeing a lot of women actually doing that on their own a lot more. A lot more. But they used to have a machine that a woman would sit on and it would, it was like a, it was like an exercise bike. I can't pull it up on YouTube, but it was like an exercise bike where this was able to be, they were able to be stimulated and thus relaxed and the hysteria could be gone. But when you see women like this is because they just haven't been dominated. They haven't been, they haven't been relieved of that. And thus they're craving it. I know this is tough conversation, but they need that sense of, all right, let me put you down. Let me put you in your place. They need a Tyrone. They need to call Tyrone. Calling when, when your wife flips out. When your wife flips out, she's trying to say that she needs it. But here's the problem. There's a way that, there's a way that it needs to be done so that it doesn't constitute any forms of abuse or it doesn't constitute some sort of control and domination, right? There's a way that it needs to be done. This is why women ride horses. This is why women ride horses. I know this is tough. This is why they sit on the dryer and the washing machine. You guys don't know because people are, they don't want to talk about this. Why do they ride on a horse? <laughs> All right, it's, it's, when you find out, you're like, interesting. There's stimulation involved. There's stimulation involved. She's actually being stimulated and riding the horse. She actually experienced euphoria out there, and she can let her hair fly around. So it's one of these things that we refuse to actually discuss. A simian machine, I'm going to pull it up. We refuse to actually discuss it legitimately because we would hurt feelings. Yeah, same thing as motorcycles. Same thing as motorcycles. People think I'm making this up. Shower heads. Uh, women will be like, I'm going to go take a bath. They'll be in the bath for two hours. Why are they in the bath for two hours? They can't be that dirty. But they're in the bath because there's stimulation going on. And we're so dumb, we don't figure it out. Because we're afraid to have these conversations. And not only that, we're intimidated by it. And as men, I'm telling you, stop. 
Somebody says, we've always known. I know we have, but most people have not. Most men are not with it. They don't know. So they then find this out, and then they're now cued in. They're like, what's going on? And then they pass judgment on these women. I'm telling you, don't judge them. They are who they are, just like we are who we are. We would hate to be judged with the debaucherous mindset that we have. We would hate to be judged. So I'm telling you, judging women is actually useless. Calling them names is useless. Now, we might call them 304s over here just to, just to describe them, but to judge them is actually a misstep for you because it tells you you don't understand them. Yeah. It tells you that you don't understand them. When I tell you it's about understanding them, you also remove judgment, and thus you can operate accordingly. You can also know who to avoid and not. You can actually know who to avoid and not. But here it is right here just to show you she got that pent-up energy and she needing to be throttled. Is that too much to ask for? He said they do judge us, but does that stop you? Does that stop you from uh, downloading prawn? It doesn't stop you, does it? Does it change your behavior? That's the, that's the key example. They judge us, but does it stop you from watching prawn? No. Does it stop you from cheating? Does it stop you from wanting sex with multiple women? Does it stop you from marrying a woman and looking at other women in sexual desire? It does not. So their judgment, as men, we've decided that their judgment means nothing. So it still doesn't change our behavior. Thus, we're judging them and expecting it to change their behavior. It cannot. They are who they are. They are who they are. And they will do it all right up in front of your nose. Right here we go, right here. And she's starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Here we go. Also, can I have the roast chicken with a side of mashed potatoes, please? Thank you. All I want is for someone to pin me against a wall in an alleyway and have their way with me on a Tuesday afternoon in broad daylight. Is that too much to ask for? Is that too much to ask for? See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're just understanding them. It is too much to ask for, and they know it. They cannot ask. They cannot spring this upon the regular population of women, men because men's egos are too fragile. You're too hurt. You would be hurt. Oh, it's not just... My little four inches millimeter Peter can't do it for her. No, he cannot. She wants more and she can't say it. This is why women are frustrated in our world today. This is why they do the 80-20 rule because they're going for the sure thing. They're going for the sure thing. Um, I'm going to get to the thing that you guys are announcing, but let me cook because otherwise I don't change the show dynamic for breaking news, but we'll get to it. All right. Um, here we go right here. Let's go to the next one right here. Understanding women. Let's take you to this one right here. Uh, this is apparently, this is from the Red Pill Recon uh, Instagram channel. Here it is right here. Hey, sevgisim, Allah'ım şu güzelliğe bakar mısınız? Şu güzelliğe. Burcu? Efendim gecelerden. <gülüyor> bu ve bu sen? Oradakiler daha nanim. Şu an makyaj yaptım. Nasıl duruyor? Sen Hiç makyaj yapma. <gülüyor> sen makyaj yapma kurban olayım. All right. All right. And so as you can see, uh, they're speaking in Farsi, probably. I can't predict. I can't tell what it is, but it sounds like a Middle Eastern language, uh, probably Farsi. Somebody correct me. But as you can see, this woman's holding up this other woman's Instagram portfolio, obviously with filters. Um, and the other woman is that the woman in the picture is now uh, positioned in front of you without makeup. <laughs> right. Oh, they're Turkish. Thanks for clearing it up. Turkish. 
Now, wowzers, take a look at the difference. This is mind-blowing. <laughs> take a look at this. So, obviously, um, the person, Rip Hill Rica, says, I don't understand this. How do you explain that when you meet someone in person? If you plan at all. See, this is what we're looking at now. We live in a society and a culture where it doesn't matter if this person's going to meet people in public. And if they do, most ninjas still going to hit anyway. You still going to hit and you're going to be like, well, maybe the lighting was bad. I don't know. But we got filters, AI. We have makeup, witchcraft, hair extensions. We have so much bullshit uh, um, that women can disguise themselves and thus yeah, she might catfish a guy here and there, but the attention that she gets on social media is so addicting, it doesn't matter if she plans to meet the guy on per in person. She probably is an introvert and gets so much love and attention on social media that it's much better to do that there than to meet the expectations of a person in person, person in person, right? There's no incentive there, and ninja's still going to hit anyway. Ninja still gonna hit. Somebody said she's still pretty. Okay, all right, let's continue. Serious. Take a look at this, man. Look, look at the Instagram. Um, um, uh, some of these pictures are outrageous. You can tell there's many filters, but this is it. Wow, wow, goddamn, she looked like Shrek. All right, um, wow, that is. Tremendous difference. <laughs> and yeah, dude, this woman is way, way cash fishing. I mean, look at her. She built like a refrigerator and, you know, Instagram's worldwide. So the problem that you guys have, I know people are scrambling forces and taking their airlines to other countries and whatnot, but. Hey, man, I can show you women in Thailand and the Philippines and Colombia with Instagrams, too. So um, this is a worldwide event, a global event, and this women are fragile. They're weak in this category, meaning they are, their currency is attention, and it's too much to compete for the attention and love and adoration of their mate versus what they can do online. So if they're going this far for it, they are somewhat have a mental disorder. Or the competition is going to be too stiff for you to even compete for this woman. But a lot of guys are still, yeah, mirror, mirror on the wall, right? This is Lilith's mirror. But some men will still get in relationships with women like this. And I'm going to tell you, these people are mentally disabled. They're, they're mentally harmed. They have a mental deficiency. You're going to be frustrated by this. You might think you can overlook it, but you cannot. All right, this is definitely a mental health condition. All right, this, well, this is a sickness. It's definitely a sickness that people go this far to be able to get public adoration. Now, can I say this in understanding women, right? This is not just with looks. This also goes to virtual signaling, all right? So virtual signaling is as sick as this. So you might be a woman saying, yeah, I would never do any of these things, but you'll be on Facebook, or as I call it, fake book. You'll be on fake book virtual signaling, all right? And it's just as much of a sickness as this. So if you have a wife that just doesn't do that, yeah, my wife doesn't do that, but she virtue signals on the internet to get attention, lights, to be able to be positioned as the good person in society when you know she's a damn demon, it's just as sickening. So don't just disqualify yourself as a person that doesn't do this because you 
don't use the look filter, but you're also looking using the personality filter when you virtue signal. And it's just as disgraceful and despic- despicable and a sickness as this woman has as well because you're doing it for attention, okay? You're doing it for attention. You're doing it for a certain uh, re- receiving of accolades and, and support and good for you, and yet it's just as sick and disgraceful. All right, but anyway... <laughs> That's understanding them. Do I got another one right here or are we headed? Up? Oh, I got another one. So last one. And then we're headed to the blue chip mindset point right here. This is a woman here that I tell you guys they're broke. If they're under 30, they're broke, broke. And so we got, um, we got the Sogmeister here. We, we representing the foreigners of America for sure. Uh, we're representing the foreigners. We got a woman hit by the Sogmeister, but uh, let's see what she's talking about here. They're going to find out how much money she has in her bank account. Hey, how much money is in your bank account right now? How much money is it? Oh, my God. Let me check. It's going to be so embarrassing. Are you rich? I'm not. I'm like broker than broke. How much money is considered rich to you? How much money is considered rich? I think if you have like 500K in the bank, then that's That's goals. That's goals. That's rich. But right now I have. $188.49 $188.49 in my checking and $4.17 in my savings. Okay, when we get to the blue chip mindset, we're going to talk about how, how common this is. I'm going to give her an age range of about 28 to 30. All right, she looks about 28 to 30 based on the way her body's failing against gravity. All right, but, um, and uh, we got a whole $200, less than $200 of access of liquidity, as we call it, $200 of liquidity. And um, she also has a boyfriend who I'm sure she's not paying for anything, and this ninja's paying. Of course, he's going to tell me he doesn't pay. There's no way that they're walking around eating bowls of ramen or curry rice or whatever they're eating to get by. There's no way she's paying for it. There's no way she's paying for it, and there's no way she's positioning herself for any future. So there's where she is. Her boyfriend's obviously paying for access. She might even be with him because he can afford to pay. Now, this is a hard reality for men to understand. It's it's just too hard for you to understand. And you don't think that this is the case. But she might be having an association with her boyfriend based on a need, not love. Right? Can we say that all men pay? Absolutely. She's paying nothing. Not on that income, she's not. But let's continue. It even gets worse. Let's go. What are you saving for? Um, law school. How much is that going to cost you? A whole lot of monies. All right, yes. Okay, so let's pause it right there. So this woman that has no money is going to go to law school. Why? For need. She's going there because she believes it's going to get her wealthy. She thinks wealth for her, in her definition, would be $500,000 in uh, liquidity and savings. Okay, now, she's going to go to law school on no money. And um, I don't know who's going to pay for it, none other than the government. I mean, this is what's going to happen. She's not paying for it. Uh, her family, I don't think, is paying for it. I don't think they slang enough rice curry for this. All right, continuing. That Are you going to take out loans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the most amount of debt you've ever been in? The most amount of debt I've ever been in is right now I am in 18K. All right, so, um, guys. <laughs> When I talk about the reverse engineering of American women, let me just break this down, all right, because I use this to prove my point. In my book, in my book, and of course, see, I use all races of women, all classes, all immigrants. I don't just harp in on black women because they're problematic too. 
But in my book, I wrote about this. Dead demons. Right there, chapter 12. Now, we've all experienced debt. I've experienced debt in the form of student loan debt, a little consumer debt, and I had child support debt and all. I had debt before, and I realized that that was the biggest thing restricting me from being free. So I had to get out of that debt, all right, by hook or by crook. Now, the, the problem with this debt philosophy is that these women are finding men ultimately not because they love them. We have to understand is that they are in a need position. They're finding guys of need. And when you understand that that's what it is, that's what it is. And then you can accept it and move forward. But some of you guys are going to get swindled and you're going to end up paying way more than you need to. Because you're going to pay and you're going to pay because you think this person loves you. No, they don't. This woman is not in the position to love anybody. Okay, at all. She's in the position of somebody to pay. So she has the boyfriend to pay. She also has the government that's going to pay. And the government has already lent her $18,000. And she's going to go to law school with $18,000 of debt. Already $18,000 of debt and she's going to law school. I mean, this is the state of the modern woman. So when they tell me, hey, these women are still valuable, I say, no, they're not. I tell you to stay away from them. This woman is hungry. She's desperate. And she probably is manipulating something or someone. She can't love. This woman's in the inability. She's her position in life. She's incapable of it. There's no way. All right. There's no way. Yeah. She in love with herself. And plus, she's going to dig herself a major hole. She's already in a hole. 18K. All right. Look, look, 18K. This is the modern. This is the modern woman for you. I don't know if they know, but this makes you if if you put if you put this out to men that you were dating and you would put this type of um, I got $200 in the bank and I got 18K in debt and I'm going to add to the government debt. I'm going to add another 40 to 50K of law school. Ninjas will be running out the building. They will be like, oh, hell no. There will be no. Now, we haven't even determined that she has a job or any of that. So this is just understanding them. And I want men to understand this. If, a, if this person tells me she can love, I don't get, I'm telling you she cannot. All right, at all. Let's see what else that she has to say here. And how does that make you feel? Not great. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Um, nothing. Absolutely nothing, actually. I don't plan on paying that back. Are, are y'all with me? So this is the conversation that I'm telling you right here. Okay. This is the conversation that I'm telling you of the disingenuous nature of these individuals, right? I'm not, because th the conversation will come up and you'll be like, that's the straggles. These aren't the real women. Coach, what about the real women out here? What about the good women? This is a good woman. <laughs> this is a good woman right here. She don't look bad. She's not a straggle. She's not out here showing her ass. She's not here doing things. She's not, she's not like that woman from yesterday, Lori Valley, Vallow. This woman's a regular stock factory issue woman. And now she's saying, I ain't even paying back the debt. And I'm going to take out more debt. Huh? What? Are you serious? Dude, this is criminal. This person's a criminal. She's going to take out the debt and not pay it back to the society. No accountability. I am doing nothing about it. What I'm going to do is find a man that's going to save and rescue me. That's what she's looking for. And this is a so-called good woman. Right? So this is the danger of it because the conversation is not about bad or good. 
The conversation is about what is. Don't tell the federal government I said that, she says. Don't tell the federal government I just said that, though. <laughs> they know. They know, bruh. <laughs> like, you know, I cannot get up in here and say stuff like this. Men cannot come up here and say, I'm not paying my mortgage. I'm not paying my taxes. I'm not paying my student loan debt. Men don't say shit like this. Men know inevitably I got to pay my shit off. Oh, damn. I got to pay my child support. I got to pay it off. Oh, damn. And we end up doing our deal. But they out here, they go uh, as far as they can. Take, 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 take. And then want men to give, 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 man. It's crazy. Anyway, when you understand it, you can see it. This is not about good women versus bad and good men versus bad, bad men. It's not about that anymore. It's about seeing it for what it is. And if you read my book, The Evolution, it will tell you. It's breaking down what we're doing, how we're eroding the society and culture based on the mindset that these people have. They don't give a shit. They don't care, bro. <laughs> they don't care. All right, anyway, I hope you get this. I hope you get this. They don't care. Don't, they don't care. Listen, they don't care about the government. Why do you think they care about you? Answer that question for me. That should be alarming for the man that she's with. She don't even care about paying the feds off. She don't care that society's going in a large, large debt. She don't give a F. Why do you think she cares about you? <laughs> they don't give a f They don't care, bro. <laughs> they don't care. Any woman that says, I ain't paying my student loan debt off, she don't care about you, fam. She don't give a shit. So anyway, look, man, I know this is hard for y'all to hear. But the evidence keeps keeps creeping up here. Oh, I do have one more thing to share here uh, about this, and then we'll get on here. Offset says he spent $10 million on Cardi B. Interesting conversation. Not that I care, but all men pay. I don't know if this is true. Women are going to say she's got her own money. Yeah, what's his is theirs, and what's hers is hers. Yeah, I get it. And, oh, but she bought him a Lambo truck. Okay, nice. <laughs> right? That Lambo truck cost $300,000. He spent, allegedly, $10 million on Cardi B. And, of course, he was with her when he was wealthier than, you know, the dynamic is flipped. Okay? So, the expectation is he's supposed to support. It doesn't matter if she makes more money. All right? But, listen. People might say, does that, who Who cares? Well, this woman's allegedly a leftover woman, former stripper who has actually acknowledged that she's drugged men and got them assaulted. So this is the type of woman that gets $10 million spent. But I don't pay. But I don't pay is what we're talking about. And people so call this, well, this is marriage. This is what he, look, let me, let me look at the comment section. Watch this. Watch this. These people keep validating what I'm talking about right here. It says right here, she gave him two kids, which is priceless. But I don't pay. All right, come on, man. All men pay. It says right here, that's his wife, whatever my queen wants. But all men, but all men don't pay. So $10 million is, is fair. That's fair market value. For what? We got another one. That's not crazy, but no one, for, he says, that's not crazy, but no one forced you. Last one, boy, you spent that ish on your family. Last one right here. Who cares? It's his wife. Another one. That's his wife. So again, when I tell you the biggest prostitution ring going on legally in America is marriage. I keep telling you 
but you guys don't hear me. <laughs> You're not hearing me. Dude, $10 million on a woman? And he don't pay? Got it. And it's because they were married? He has to pay that? All right. All right. But look, let me get on here. Let me catch, catch up with Super Chats. We're going to be on here in the main event here. Uh, it is what it is. People can do what they want to. I'm not diving into personal business. But he put it out in public, so... You can't be mad that I commented on it when he put the information out in public. CGA is the go. Oh, sorry. Leo Case is breaking news. Justin Trudeau. New, 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 new world order. And his wife announces separation. Perhaps we can talk about that in the evening show once I gather the details. Thank you for breaking that news. I know a lot of people were talking about it in the comment section. So um, I don't like to just jump subjects like that because I have a plan. All right. But yeah, maybe I'm going to do some investigation and I can look into that as well. New, 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 new world order. Uh, perhaps we'll take a call from Fidel Castro and get his commentary on that. CGA is the GOAT says, remember that Clint Eastwood scene in High Plains Drifter where he graped that woman to calm her down. He says he would have he been canceled in today's world for that. He says, if you wanted to get acquainted, all right, yeah. One of these things that we, uh, ladies, ladies, are you here? Are you frustrated? Do you have a lot of pent-up energy? Okay, do you want to be dominated? <laughs> it's a tough conversation, man. It's tough. Because women are trying to have it both ways, but they really are frustrated out here. They just can't find a dominant man. They can't. And they're not going to ask you to do what they need you to do. Although they're masters at communicating, we're better at communicating. But I'm supposed to read your mind, babe. I know what you're thinking. It's all right. They can't ask you. They can't walk up to dudes, dominate me, daddy. All right, but now if you get him, daddy. If you get them there, if you get them there and you start doing it, I've challenged you married guys on this. Where the ladies at? I've challenged married guys on this. I told you, I said, go up to your wife right now on a Saturday afternoon when she's got her hair she's got her hair in a pineapple or she's got, you know, the pineapple where she's got it slicked back and she got her little hair in up in the ponytail on the top of her head or, or she's got her head wrap on or her bonnet and she don't have no bra on. She got that tank top with her, with her titties hanging down here and she got those shorts with her little bit of her ass cheeks showing. All right. And she ain't take no shower. All right. So go up to her <laughs> right there. She's cutting strawberries up. She got a knife in her hand. Go up to her right now. These are all men over in a relationship for a year. Go up to her right now and smack her ass. Right now. <laughs> and then grab it. Just grab her a handful of ass. Ah! Go up to her, grab her titties, run around. Just grab them and cup them like that. These are mine. <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, look, they, they stopping my show. Dominator. These are mine. Grab her by her pony, pat, ponytail and walk her into the, in the, uh, all right, walk her into the bedroom. Tell her this is mine. Do it right now. Do it. Do it. I bet you, you won't do it. Somebody said gross. All right. That's a, do it. I bet you, you won't do it. <laughs> yep. She'd be like, oh, what? She cut her. She cutting her strawberries. She like this. Now I got to cut you. She gonna look at you with that knife. 
She's going to be like, Now nah, I got to cut you. Look, look how, look how many men like, oh, man, I'm getting divorced. Oh, I would never do that to my wife. Uh-uh. But the funny thing is, she's been wanting it. Not only does she want it, she's been needing it. That's why she talked to you crazy. Why she talked to you crazy? She want that. Uh, somebody says, I'll need to ask my wife's boyfriend first. Yeah, you, you guys have to ask what she, this is why they have boyfriends. Because the boyfriend does that to her. But she doesn't see you as that. You've never been that guy. You've never been that guy. But yeah, you know, this is why they, this is why they upset. They, they, they frustrated. <laughs> yep. You frust- she frustrated as hell. She's like, damn, nobody got me. Every time she told you something, okay, dear. Oh my God. She yelling at you, screaming at you. Everything you doing. <laughs> All right. That's why they argue with you. That's why they just constantly. Look, man, I, I got the secret. I'm cracking the code. But. You know, they, they having a hard time figuring this out. They have a hard time figuring this out. So they because they can't say it. They can't tell you to do that. Nor they just want you to be that. Tough. Tough, but he says, husband, you've never been that guy. That was always my job. That's the boyfriend in the building. Yeah. Constantly complaining about stuff. But you, you know, if you ain't that dude, you ain't that dude. She's just gonna be <laughs> all right. Okay, honey. Can, can I touch your booty today? Oh no. Okay, all right. Shout out to Indiana Pacers, Pacers former Hall of Fame superstar. Dale Davis says, uh, women don't really understand this whole payback system. But men, they understand it a little bit better. All right, anyway, shout out to Cam. Thank you for that contribution. Okay, let's head over to, thank you, man. Let's head over to Venmo and Super Chats. But guys, women marry guys because they aren't that dude. But this leads to their frustration as well. All right, so they normally want to get married for that. They want to marry a guy like that, but... They really can't, you know, because that guy's not really marriage material. So they settle for you. You husbands looking ninjas. All right, shout out to Julian. He says, Coach, the Prime Minister of Canada. And let's give him his proper introduction here. New, 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 new world order. Just got separated. Off to the junior college for Justin. And Sophie goes to the streets. Yes, that's another politician out here doing it. In these streets. These politicians, I tell you. All right, if there's any women in here that is in the spirit of disagreement, please let me know. I'm trying to help y'all out. But uh, men need to understand that this kind of is going on here. And if we, we've opened Pandora's box. And there is no certain type of woman for this. This is almost all of them. Now, there's some women who are just too young to figure this out. But this is all of them. All right, there's no certain. Oh, these are the skeezers. No, it's not just them. These are the black women, the skeezers, the scat straggled. It's not just them. All right. These are, these are the girls, the Kayleys, the nightclub Kayleys. It's not just them. These are the regular girls you see on a daily basis. All right. Some don't know yet. Triggerverse says, man, he says, uh, the they them with the BBL is full of demonic energy. You can't trust a big butt and a smile. Not anymore. Not anymore. 
But um, ladies, there's some people that can help you out with your dis- disorder. He says, I'm that Dom dude. You're correct. You can only know it until you crossed over to Dom. And I'm not doing this to teach in terms of telling men to be dominant, but it's not until you crossed over there to, to you can see it. Then when you see it, you're like, oh, man, is this how it's been the entire time? Yep. Yeah. It explains everything. All right. We got Daylay says, Coach, regarding the great fantasy for women, there was a white woman I met on Bumble. She looked like the typical white woman that you see in churches. Here we go. He says, no date. We went straight to bed. She wanted me to choke her out to the point of her being passed out and spit in her mouth also. When she gave me a BJ, she attempted to eat the bottom. He says, we, when we were done, I felt disgusted, but she was smiling with her dog out, uh, with her dog out like a dog. All right, but I don't know what that last, wait, with her dog, I, I don't know what that last part is. Did you dog her out like a dog? But yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard lesson. It's a hard lesson, but it's one of those things that you figure out over time. But yeah, he even said it's a church girl. Um, a church girl, a girl with a cardigan sweater, choir girl, Catholic school girls. Dude, I've been blown away. I've been blown away, especially being on the dark side, but even before that, at what's going on out here. And when you see single mothers, wives, it don't matter. It don't matter. He said the dog was watching, of course. Yep. And you'll be like, wow, like, you like, dang, this is crazy. But what we'll attempt to do is categorize those types. And then this furthers makes them withdraw. This furthers, you know, um, one thing about, one thing about trust is when men are loud mouthed about things, women withdraw. Same thing is, same thing goes the other way. So the more women talk and reveal themselves, we should thank them. They're helping us. But what men do is they get angry and then they, expose and then they then they show and they say look look at these 304s look at these nasty women and then you actually do what you should do you you actually close them up they close ranks and they're like okay these guys can't handle the information so what do they do they still do it but they do it under the cover of night they select who they want they 80 20 their way and then all of a sudden they come back to you i can't find a man i want a man and i want a man in a relationship and a marriage but because you talk too damn much, then they can't trust you. Same as, uh, this is why women have gone and expanded their horizons, if you will, in their choice of mates. Why? Because the men in their area got too big of a mouth. This is why younger women are with older men, but they'll never tell it to you. So when a person says, them young girls don't want you, you're like, you're dumb because they do. They come over here. They kind of want an older, mature man set um, that will, uh, you know, a little dominance, a little daddy issue shit going on. They do it. They just don't advertise it. They just don't advertise it because if they did, then people would judge them. Thus, they have to do it undercover at night. And they also know older men aren't going to run around and blab about it. They know dominant men aren't going to run around and blab about it. They're going to keep it in closer range. They'll be like, hey, how you doing? Uh, come on over. There's the handcuffs. Here's your $20. Go get something to eat. 
pay your gas money, and she goes. And she goes back home, and then she acts like she's been sitting there twiddling her thumbs. I don't go brag about it. I don't go post my receipts. I don't go tell everybody in the gym that I hit it. I didn't tell her, everybody in the neighborhood or the school, that she's a nasty woman. I don't go to her work and tell everybody that she's nasty and she likes to be throttled and spit down her throat and choke. I don't tell anyone, okay? Nobody tells, and she's able to protect and preserve her image. (laughs) But what you red pill ragers do, what you ninjas that ain't getting much, that don't understand women, what you do is she lets you slide your fingers in two times. She asks you something and you go blab it on the internet. You go tell everybody about it. You go expose them. Then that's only going to make them shut down more and then just say, I'll creep. I'll just creep and keep it on the down low. <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. I'm telling y'all. Not only that, you want to call them all kind of names and you're this and you're dirty and you bug. I bet you you do without all the men. Now, I tell you, I already know they do this with other men. So what? I'm not going to find virgins out here. They already know it. They already done it. Me knowing that and telling the world about it and telling her about it is going to do her or you no good. They already doing it. Somebody's wife is doing it right now. But you guys want to tell the whole town and make everybody sniff your finger as evidence. Okay. Posted it all on the gram. Look at what I got. Man, they want to be it out here. It's a real world. It's a weird world. So people are telling you it is what it is. Then you also want to tell them they picking the wrong guys. So you're the lame guy. And you're trying to justify because you got a degree and you got a job that pays you $65,000 that that pushes you in the front of the line and that these women shouldn't be wanting guys like this. But what's happening? They keep choosing. Don't matter what your degree is. Don't matter that you got a good job. They want to be dominated. It's a need. It's not even a want. It's a need. (laughs) All right. Anyway, man, look, ladies, if you disagree, let me know. (laughs) Funky Finger Productions. But they cannot come out and say this. Some women can. Some women are becoming comfortable with saying this. All right, but women know inherently there's a penalty to pay if they came up. Where are we at here? Jermaine is in the building again. I know. It's, it is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. He says, you think, uh, you think the women like being punished in the bedroom based off of a childhood trauma or treatment? That could be, but we're coping now. Because if we just, if we just put it as that, then we're not lending credibility to the women who do don't have this issue i'm gonna go out and say a lot of women have had childhood trauma (laughs) right they they all do to a certain extent so to just say the woman's been punished and beat or assaulted or touched as a minor to to say that that's actually us trying to cope okay show me the women who have it ladies have you let's just do an infomercial Ladies, are there any women watching me that have zero childhood trauma? <laughs> Come on, man. No. Yeah, we're just animals. We operate 
as animals. We're just animals. We just have a higher functional way of thinking, and we have a ways to communicate or pass that buck. Oh, well, I got traumatized as a kid. Well, we all did. All of us did. So that we're not just going to use that as a means to excuse your behavior. Your behavior is a behavior, and you want to understand why it is because we're animals. Nature dictates the rules. So we're naturally men dominate, women submit. Men give, women take. It's not that complicated. Complicating it with pseudo-psychology ain't going to help us. But without trauma, watch this. Without trauma, you don't exist. Without mistakes of your past, you're non-existent. You're not even you, who you are. So imagine you without the trauma and the mistakes that you've made. You don't exist no more. Somebody had posted a video on locals related to that. Unfortunately, some people go through way more traumatic experiences, and it does change their behavior. But nature's nature. And we, we try to try to explain ourselves out of nature. But the reason why men don't dominate is not nature. I think they do that out of persuasion, out of uh, people teach them to be that way. Yep, I am my stars. I am my mistakes. I am my past. Can't change it. Um, that's a blue chip mindset fact. But dudes become NPCs. The reason why men behave passively towards women is because they are told and taught that. Your single mother taught you that. Here, oh, man, don't be like your daddy. Don't be like these ninjas out here. Wear this tie. Wear this suit. Pull a, pull, a, uh, pull a girl's chair out. Open doors. Put coats over puddles. We're told in a romantic way, this is how you get the girl. A girl will like you if you brought flowers. The women be like, I just want a guy with a sense of humor as she's getting her throat spit down that previous night, and you know it. So sense of humor ain't going to do a damn thing when you're out here being chubby. You better have a sense of domination. So you can be chubby and ugly, but if you have a sense of domination, she'll be right up under you. And you'll be like, how did he get her? He must have status and money. No, he did not. He has a dominant spirit over her, and she cannot help but submit. But they trained you. Uh, sing songs and poetry. Write poetry. All right, woo her. Impress her. Earn more money. Get more status. That'll do it. That's the only answer. Rap, sing, dance. Make art. Take her to our art gallery. <laughs> okay. That's called training. That's called your nature. I'm sorry, that's called your nurture. They've been telling you that that's how it's going to work. Now, here's the thing. How many times have you tried all of that? I'm going to just tell you guys. How many times have you tried any of these things? Walk up to your, ask her her name, introduce her. She'll be nice to you. She'll politely decline. Is that a myth? Certainly is. Most of us have gotten laughed at, yelled at, screamed at. She act like you were going to do something to her. <laughs> spend money on her. Just get money and just spend it on her. She'll like you. The more money you spend. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Just buy her love. But money can't buy her love. You're not paying for it. But just spend. Buy her a gift. Just bring her something unexpectedly. Buy, buy, buy. And guess what? How many of us have tried all of those things? Most of it has never worked. 
for most men, it never works. For, for some men, it rarely works. But the minute you go on over there, <laughs> grab her cheeks. I mean, this got to be a girl you are aware of and know. We're not talking about doing something to a stranger. The minute you smack on ass for the first time and she says, ooh, I like that. And now you know. <laughs> oh, really? You like that? She's like, yes, I do. Now you don't real. Now you realized. Mm. She'd be like, harder next time. Get him, daddy. Mm. Harder? I can take punishment. Really? Just take it. Take it. Take it. <laughs> right? You sit there. Mm. You're like, uh oh. So, ladies, are there any women? <laughs> are there any women? That are denying what I'm saying. And you men, wake up. You're just going to find, you're just waiting for the day where you find the one woman that fall for the roses and the chocolates. Okay? You're, fine. you're waiting for the one. There will be one woman that falls for the rose and chocolate shit. I'm telling you, man. Get consent, though, first. Always get consent. Always get consent. But when you wonder why the thugs keep getting the girls, <laughs> it's what it is. I'm not telling you to be a thug either. There's a, there's a balance, a way to do this. All right, but they, you're only giving them the choice to take the thug. All right, they don't have any choice. Mm. Where Any women? Any women in here? Nobody's denying this? Uh, Kaylee's in here denying it. I'm not even convinced Kaylee's a woman. All right, so I think Kaylee's a man. But there's no other woman. There's women listening to me. They're like, Hercules, Hercules. Tell him, daddy. Tell him. Okay, daddy. All right. Anyway. And aftercare. Yes, this is a whole thing. But of course, it's the blue chip mindset. We'll get to it. Kayla says, since XX is low to be dominated in bed, married men have to find ways to mix up their game in the bedroom. They have to find the balance between making love to her versus throttling her. Like they hate her. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But there is a balance. There's a balance. But again, women only men, women don't marry for that. Women don't marry men for those things. All right, what we got here? He said they can't handle it. Uh, they silence, man. The, your silence is deafening. Your silence is deafening. No one's disagreeing. I don't have anybody in the comment disagreeing about what I'm saying. I mean, I've, the code has been cracked. All right, we got our man, Andre. He says, women marry gumps because marriage is unnatural and in order for it to work, the man has to be beta. This is overwhelmingly true. Doesn't mean it's 100% true. It's overwhelmingly true. He says, out in the wild, a cave woman couldn't depend on an artificial contract to ensure her survival. She would have to submit to masculine, masculinity every day in order for him to continue to be with her. That's the only way. That's the only way. Uh, most men have. Uh, uh, this. How, how far are we into this show? Most men. That have procreated in this world. This is going to blow your mind. Have left the family. Uh oh. 
most women, I'm sorry, most men that have procreated in this world were not in a family structure. Most women that have allowed men to procreate have not remained with that woman for past the kid being 12 or 13. I'm telling you, this is, listen, if you just look at the statistics and data versus what men, how many men have procreated in the world and how many women? In the history of the world, I gave you this data before. 80% of women have procreated in the history of the planet Earth. Only 40% of men have procreated. This tells me that there has been a lot of women that have procreated with multiple men. It's the only explanation. There's also been women were seen as property, spoils of war. They left with the victor. Okay, men have came in and conquered them. Women have submitted to the conqueror, the barbarian. Women were assaulted and taken advantage of. So with this being said, you, you even have this now in the primitive third world cultures of the community where you will have a woman that has five babies by five different men. Okay. And these men, overwhelmingly, the 90% of these men have not stayed long enough for those kids to even reach five years old. In a, in a pastime, more primitive time of our humanity, our ancestors did not stay with the woman long term meaning raise the kids, see the kids born, raise them. Then when those kids went off and they got married, then they stayed with the woman <laughs> and then stayed with these women until they died. This is a new mindset. This is new based on our long ancestral history. Most people didn't have restrictions societally, so they will have kids they would raise the kids until Simba was seven years old. And then the dad went and left and roamed and conquered and supported, protected. He went off. He left. The woman was now useless and now had to, 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 to find a way to survive. Maybe find another man. This is what the primitive culture of the community does. All right. This is what they do. She procreates with the man. They raise the kids seven years old. The man leaves and he goes, starts another family, and she finds another guy to support. So this is what we're seeing. We're fooling ourselves, telling us what should be and what is. <laughs> it is. So I'm telling you, man, it's, it's, it's not once you see it, you can't unsee it. But this idea that people stay together long term, that's a marital contract that we created. And it benefits both parties, but it highly benefits the woman because this man has to stay with her now. He cannot leave and go roam, go find, cultivate, go have fun, go start another family. He is now binded by the contract to stay with the woman long term after she has use. Her use has been used. She no longer has any use, but we stay with her binded by contract. But that protects us as well because we have, there should be a benefit for men. There's not much, but there is one. So let's just boil this down. We're just animals. He says, you're going to die alone, coach. We all die alone. We all die alone. And every, almost every man has died alone. 
Again, only 40% of men have procreated in the history of the planet Earth. Most men have lived and died before they even touched one woman. You guys got to get out of your, you guys got to get out of your emotions, man. I worry about death when death comes. And by the way, it's going to be such a short period of time in my life. That period, it will be very inconsequential other than the true consequences of the consequence of death. It's going to be just a short period of time where I feel bad. And then all of a sudden, I'm not feeling anything. I'm taking a dirt nap. <laughs> all right. But I'm not going to formulate my life for those three days where I'm lingering in the hospital with nobody there. It's sad, but those are three days. All right. Those are three days of my life that I'm not going to feel on day number four. Um, Come on, man. Have fun with life. This life is not guaranteed. This is a blue chip mindset point. Have fun with life. Stop worrying about what happens when you die and who coming at your funeral. Nobody cares about that. If you care about that, your life is jacked up. <laughs> if you caring about all that, you got a jacked up life. I'm, I'm trying to live life. You talking about what I'm going to do with the three days I'm going to lead up to my death. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I know he was just joking, by the way. Who cares? That'll be a sad three days. But on day four. <laughs> right. There will be nothing to be said. There will be ashes to ashes and dust to dust. In the meantime. <laughs> I'll either be roadkill or worm food either way, but I will be have, I will have accomplished what every person who has ever existed accomplished death. It happens to everyone. You can't now delay the inevitable. <laughs> it happens. No one's been ever to conquer that one. All right, let me, let me, let me get back to the show. Let me get back to the show. I can't worry about something that happens to everybody. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I'll either be dust for sure. Oh man. Anyway, but if I happen to get out alive, I've accomplished something that nobody ever has. <laughs> You're right here. All right. Uh, I'm hope I'm not swimming with the fishes by that point. Uh, speaking of man, break the cycle, man. Let's free our minds, man. <laughs> All right. Let's free our minds. Free our minds. Let's break the cycle, man. Look, there's a lot of things going on in the world, a lot of confusion. A lot of people have been uh, told how to operate this life wrong. Uh, you ever see those memes where it says, I was this year old, this year, I was this many years old when I found out. And some of those things that you find out are mind-blowing, and it makes you actually think that maybe you've been living your life wrong the entire time. You've been living your life for others. You've been living your life to actually, uh, you've been actually trying to live something out that may be somewhat impossible. That may be just something that exists currently, but it was non-existent years ago, like marriage. Right? So I was this many years old when I found out that, you know, you can fold a pizza box into a plate. And then when you look at it, you think about how many pizza boxes you actually ordered and you didn't not use it properly, right? You're sitting there like, oh, wait a minute. They actually had an in-place way to distribute the pizza. And we could use it as plates instead of running around with the cheese dripping. Running around trying to find a paper towel or a paper plate. You actually couldn't eat. You see what I mean? 
And then you go, damn, I'm 45 years old and I just figured it out, right? Mm. Same thing as the red pill, right? Or the philosophy is a manosphere, the free agent lifestyle. You're like, I can actually live free and enjoy life. Yeah, you can. Well, what about when you grow old? You don't worry about that. You actually hire a Filipino nurse at the end of it. And so these things make you wonder about a lot of things that you've been told to do, which was your, uh, which is you were nurtured to do versus how to actually apply it in life. When I tell you most men have lived and died without ever touching a woman in their lives, that is the true nature of our world. I would venture to say 40% of men have lived and died and never touched one woman, or at least they've only probably had one woman. But we can't understand that because we live in metropolises. We live in modern times. We live in an open place. We have airplanes. We have trains and automobiles. We have ways to get to Punani 300 miles away. Guys, 150 years ago, it was impossible. (laughs) Okay. 150 years ago, there was no metropolises. 150 years ago, everything, there was no electricity. 150 years ago, there were no messaging and phones. 150 years ago, there was no uh, ability to, to travel transatlantically or whatever it is, at least 600 years ago. This was almost an impossibility, but today we can do it. Thus, we think we're entitled to certain things. There's young men that have died before the age of 14 in war. And that's all they were trained to do. Nobody cared if they had Punani. Nobody cared if they ever found their mate. Nobody cared if they ever, you know, got any six-pack abs or muscles. They were more machines from year seven to year 14, and many of them lost their lives on the front line (laughs) before they ever touched a woman. Nobody had no air conditioning or nothing. There were guys, we have modern conveniences. So with all these conveniences, we become weak. We become, well, what about my love? And what about sex? And what about all of these things? And this is just new. You just got too much time to think about it. And you have too much entitlement. You believe you're entitled to it. Well, I got a degree and a job and I actually have a wear a suit and actually dress good. I'm dapper. I'm clean. The women. Well, I have a punani between my legs. Where's my man? Women used to die through childbirth. No anesthesiology, no nothing. It was actually a tremendous risk for a woman to deliver children. That was 150 years ago, not that long ago. And they, these people did this for thousands of years before that without any of these modern conveniences that allow us to exist, exist, and exist, right? A woman will have a baby and be dead. <laughs> Come on, man, 150 years ago. So here's the thing. What we've been taught is uh, what we've been taught modern, the modern way to live. That we stay and we marry, we support our family, we grow old. That's modern mindset. But that's not the realities. So what you have to find is your reality. What is the reality for you? Not what everybody else wants you to do. What is the reality you financially, Right? Everybody tells you you're supposed to do this, but most people try to do that and they can't do it. Let me show, let me show you some statistics, okay? Because people are asking me where I'm getting my statistics. The problem is you might be new. I'm actually, I'm actually been talking about these things for so many years. When I bring up points, I'm not going to stop to bring up a statistic. I've been doing this for too long for that. 
Trust me, I've already done an episode, maybe five of them at this particular point, when I state a fact. But I state so many facts that your mind's blown, right? You're like, where? where? It's on the internet, it's on the books, it's in the library, where all the lies are buried. Go read, go research, let yourself Google, go, go research, go find it. But everything I'm telling you is the absolute truth. There's no, no disputing what I'm saying. You just get your feelings hurt when you come over here. There's a difference between whether I'm lying or did your feelings get hurt. <laughs> All right. If your feelings got hurt, I can't help you. If I lied, I misled you, but I didn't lie to you today. Uh, here we go right here. This is why I'm the Kanga Kings, by the way. And I don't jockstrap other content creators. Hey, here we go right here. 40% of U.S. adults have less than $1,000 of savings. This is concerning. This is concerning. This is concerning. But a lot of people aren't positioned to even have a romantic relationship. Uh, primarily, probably, I would just venture to say 70% of this 40% are women. We know this is, this is roughly the case. All right, if you use any Pareto principle or any understanding of statistics of this, this is probably primarily women, but we do have men in this shape. All right, um, how do you suppose you're going to get into a romantic relationship and this is your current standing? How do you suppose you're going to have a family and this is your romantic relationship? How do you suppose you're going to get any peace leave and this is, your, this, is your, this is your financial situation? Okay, And this isn't ever uh, becoming the financial situation of couples. Couples are in this situation. Yes, they are. I showed you a woman who had a whole boyfriend and was going to go to law school in this exact situation. I want you to know that even though you might be not in this situation, that you, I'm sorry, I want you to know that even if you are in this situation, you're still wealthier than the rest of the world, all right, in many cases. You still have more opportunities to become who you need to be and break the cycle. So if you're in a relationship and you find yourself five, six years, seven years down this line, maybe 10 or maybe certainly 15, and you're in this situation, well, you got a leech. You have a parasite. You have a, you have a uh, person. You have a mole. You have a person that is preventing you from get, reaching greater horizons in this free market. So you must break the cycle. Sometimes you have to break up relationships that are going nowhere. Yeah, what about love? No, I don't like poverty. Breaking the cycle. I don't accept poverty to fit in your definition of love. That's your definition. It ain't mine. Not a lot of people were willing to cuff their balls and do this. So you're worried about what happens with love and what's going to happen when you die. I'm worried about if I can pay this damn rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. I'm not going to be arguing with you for 25 days out of the month about my rent being short. Your rent's due, motherfucker. So I got to break the cycle. Some of you guys live with your parents in this situation and you guys are commingling funds and helping each other and paying portions of rent and your whole family lives like this. Your whole family living just like this. Now, I would be frustrated. I'd be frustrated. I'm figuring out somebody is sandbagging. Somebody is not covering their ass. And somebody got me in this position when I deserve better than this. And not only do I deserve better, I got talent out here that can get me out of this situation. Thus, I must break the cycle. So if I believe in myself and nobody else believes in me and they don't believe in themselves, guess what has to happen? I got to leave these people. Mm. Got to leave them. 
I got to leave them where they stand, man. I'll be back in 15 years after I figure this shit out. But what I can't do is keep being in the situation. I can't keep making the same mistakes over and over again. So I must be the one that break the cycle. Now, when you the one that step out there, just realize you're stepping outside of what you would call the matrix, if you will, of your own family. Your own family will turn against you for breaking this cycle. But what you are got to remember is your family is the past. Everybody that represents your family is the past. You are the future. Your future family is the future. Thus, everything you do is not going to be necessarily for your past. It's going to be for your future. Not a lot of people are going to do this. You're too scared. You're scared of what you're going to lose as opposed to being happy at what you're going to gain. At the future, you're going to put yourself and your future family members in. Now, are they going to blow it? Could they blow it in the future? Yes, but I'm willing to take that bet. But I'm damn for sure not going to live where I got less than $1,000 in my savings account. I'm damn sure ain't going to do that. And thus, I must be the one to step out. But they'll try to pull you back in. Well, what about us? All of these things that box you in, the free agent lifestyle, chapter three, don't box yourself in. Your brother, your sister, your baby mama, your mama, your kids, okay? your community, your school, your alumni association, all of these things that you use to box yourself in, they're going to be the people that stop you from breaking the cycle. Sad reality. The people you love are going to stop you from forging ahead and protecting yourself. Instead, they'll say, this is fine. This is fine. And they'll scare you. They say success is not what it is. You're selling your soul to the devil. Money is the root to all evil. You don't need a nice car. You don't need a big house. You don't need. And they'll scare you out of the success. They'll convince you that righteous people are poor. The poor righteous teachers. There's righteousness in poverty. There's righteousness in being poor. True love comes from family in poverty. They'll convince you. Now, if you're convinced of that and you believe that, I can't help you. I'm not for you. I'm the wrong person for you. I don't believe in those things. I believe in true domination. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> I don't believe in any of those things. And nor will you convince me that that is the best course of action for my life. I'm a conqueror. I know you laugh at that. And if you laugh at that, too bad. I actually created a course called Conquer. Because I believe in conquering. I don't have any feelings for underachievers. I don't have any feelings for people who are open to being conquered. But I believe in trying to conquer something. Thus, if you're not with me, you're against me. So if I go out to try to conquer and you prevent me from conquering, and I've had people in my life to do so, they'll tell me you don't need to go out and be good. You don't need to be the best. Just settle for less. Settle for just the basics. That'll be the best way for you. I said, I don't believe in that. Thus, I have to leave you behind. And there's a penalty when you leave people behind. This is what prevents you from breaking a cycle. They're going to make you pay. You leave your baby mama behind who's killing your dreams, she's going to make you pay. You divorce, you got to pay. Okay? You tell your mother, mother is my way or the highway. Your mother going to make you pay. And you're going to have to pay the price because there's a price for freedom. Simple. Once you want to get your freedom, you got to pay. 
or you can stay and not pay the price. But you forever enslave yourself with the people who don't want to break the cycle. The crab's in a bucket. Yeah, the crab's in a barrel. Okay, So they'll pull you back in and say, well, you don't want to pay the price. Now you got to stay here. And they'll be just as happy uh, with you there underachieving. I can't accept this type of life. This is my, only my one life. Some people can. What about love? What about when you die? What about this? Ah, that's inconsequential because I can find those things on my path as I blaze this trail and blaze this blunt. Just kidding. Let me show you something right here. Let me show you something. Take a look at this. This is the normie mindset. Anything the normies are doing, I need to do the opposite. This is how you break the cycle. 57% of Gen Z and millennials struggle to avoid impulse purchases. Impulse purchasing. So not only do we have people with not enough money and people with growing and growing debt, we have 30 people 30 years old and under with $18,000 of debt, consumer, student loan debt, and whatnot. We also have people that cannot control their behaviors. These are the type of people that you're sitting back waiting to all rise up together and help. These are the people that eventually start stealing and running out and playing Robin Hood. These are the people that start making you get into these behaviors as well, trying to compete with them. Right? We have a definite problem with our consumerism and our, I'm sorry, our economy, but certainly with our consumerism. These people also you have relationships with. These people also live with you. These people are also people that you want to date and you're mad because you can't get a date with them, right? And you want a relationship with these people. 57% of Gen Z and millennials struggle to avoid impulse purchases, right? You know, but they don't have the money to back it up. In order to break the cycle, you have to reorganize your life and your desires and your wants and your needs. And you have to make sure that your wants and your needs, I'm sorry, the other people's wants and needs don't interfere with yours, right? So you're in a relationship, you have love, and you have your family who are a bunch of jackasses and idiots with no desire to be better. They're just constantly consent burying themselves. But you have them, and then they also have these issues, consumerism, impulse shopping, Amazon, uh, Wayfair. They constantly can't get out of their way. You're supposed to stick around for that. I tell you guys, no. It's okay to break away from them. It's a hard thing to do, but you'll be back. You'll be back in five years, 10 years, maybe 15 years, and you can come back and you possibly can help them. Possibly cannot, but you're not required to. Same thing as the community. Community is the same way. Unfortunately, I have to bring it up because there's a lot of young black men watching me. You have to break the cycle. You have people out here with four or five baby daddies. You have them out here robbing the Gucci store. You have them out here being drifters, smoking the marijuana out. It's okay. Don't worry about this. Sedate yourself. There's nothing wrong. This is natural. Although these things are made in a lab, sedate yourself. Go drink the Henny on deck. Drink yourself. Cope. Mask your pain. Talk about your trauma. Never move on. Stay here with us and we'll rise up together as one. I'm going to tell you, you're an idiot if you do any of that shit. Now, listen, I don't want to piss people off. But that ain't happening. You're not going to rise up all as one. You're not. 
And to say that the white man loves the fact that you left these people is another fear tactic that people use. So the mysterious white man is going to benefit that you left and the talented 10th or the 10, the smart guy left the people, the, the, the smarter than the average bear left the other bears behind. It's all kind of fear tactics. Man, you by yourself out here, man. Who cares about who benefits and who doesn't? Do you benefit? You got to break the cycle. You're not all going to rise up together. Just on the free market, that ain't going to work. It's not going to happen. So whatever, whatever hopes and dreams that you have of, of, of somebody, because, you know, these theories often have an aspect of somebody's going to come save us as well. Meaning that the Mexicans going to come across the border and realize the white man is evil, and then um, and then the whites, the Mexicans and the blacks going to link up together, and then we're going to be a one giant unit, and we're going to converge like Voltron, and then we're going to take over together, and then we're going to all rise up. This is disgraceful. It's despicable. If you believe in this, you're moroning yourself through life. But you do you. It ain't never going to happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen. You better find a way to break the cycle and get out of there. And then when you get out of there, don't come back. (laughs) Don't come back to show off. Don't come back and drag your family members out of there. You tell them to meet me over on the other side of the river, on the other side of the tracks. Meet me over here. And then you can determine, you can determine which family members coming and going. To me, that is going to be the best way to ever achieve anything that you want to achieve out here. There's a rare exception to these things here, like the the Migos were all brothers and cousins, and they got themselves out. Unfortunately, one of them did. It's taking a dirt nap right now because they went back. But I don't go back. I don't have an allegiance because in my philosophy, whether you like it or not, I believe I don't box myself in on these things. Typically, we have uh, people box themselves in. I'm going to show you here. Then I'm going to show you another piece of statistic because I'm just free-flowing. People don't want to hear this part. When you become a human being that is self-aware, your consciousness develops, do you realize that at that particular point, you have boxed yourself in to at least 10 allegiances that will probably hamper and cripple you your entire life. <laughs> this is why I wrote chapter three of don't box yourself in. You're born. First thing they do, they box you in with either uh, your name. Let's start with your name. They boxed you in. Now your name carries some sort of lineage, some sort of protection, and they tell you what your last name is. Your last name is going to be Smith. All right. I boxed myself in there. I'm from the Smiths, the blacksmiths of the past. All right, what else? Your first name. All right, we got that, and that's probably based on your gender. Now I'm boxed in. Now they're going to tell you what race you are. Now I box myself in with the race. This person's an African-American. He's white, Asian, Caucasoid, Caucasian. Okay, that's just for starters. Now they box myself in. Now they box myself in. Now I box myself in with my name on a birth certificate which is new. This has never been in the history of the world. They have rarely ever kept birth certificates, but now they birth certificated me and boxed me into the Federal Reserve. But you guys are too deaf, dumb, and blind. Now they've also social security me 
and now I'm a commodity. Continuing further. <laughs> Continuing further. Going down. They've now boxed me into my family religion. Now we're Christian. I'm now boxed into that. I cannot explore. I can't find my own path. I'm boxed in because my family is Christian. Box. Now I've boxed myself in further by saying my families are Democrats. We've been voting Democrat for 200 years. Box. Now we're part of the nation of Islam. Now we're part of the, now I've boxed myself into some sort of political movement. Black Lives Matter, transgenderism, black lesbian matter. I'm going to box myself in, bang, 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 all the way down the line. We're conservative. We're progressive. We're liberal. Now this is what you spend all day arguing about, these little boxes that you box yourself in. Thinking that this matters and it doesn't. It does not. And you go box, 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 box. So that when somebody approaches you and they say, are you black? They're not saying, am I black? Because you can clearly see that I'm black. Or you might tell me I'm black and I say, no, I'm not. And you can't handle it because you're so boxed in that I'm supposed to be boxed in with you. I'm not black. You clearly see that I'm brown. Well, 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 it doesn't mean that. Well, what does it mean? It doesn't mean color. It doesn't. No, it's a culture. Interesting. <laughs> if it's a culture, I don't want it. You got to have it. You got to want it because you are black. You don't have any choice. I thought it was a culture. Well, your skin is black. I thought it didn't have to do with my skin. What is it? Is it a culture, a race? Is it a skin color? You guys got to figure that shit out. Well, I'm black. I don't listen to hip hop music. Another box. I like hip hop. I don't hate. I hate country. I hate. I like country. I don't like hip hop. Another box. See, these are the things that you guys fight over. And to me, this is meaningless behavior. It's meaningless chatter. It's just another box that you're trying to box me in in some sort of group think or mind control. Or you're going to tell me my limitations as to what box you want to put me in. Oh, you're a Democrat. This is your limitation. You're a Republican. You're, this is your limitation. You're black. This is your limitation. You white. This is your limitation. This is your prescription. This is your mindset. And I say, I don't want the boxes. <laughs> right. Let me not have a box and you determine who I am based on who I am. I'm me. Can we, can we just start right there? But a lot of people aren't willing to do that. Thus, when I say I don't, I don't help this type of people, well, you say you are that. And I say, I'm not that. <laughs> I don't need that. That's not my people. I know. It doesn't matter. Well, you Christian. So what? Do I, am I supposed to help all the Christians? Am I only supposed to help Christians? Can I hang out with the Muslims? You see what I mean? There's just more to this. But you limit yourself and say, because I am this box, I can't be with these others. Or these others are the enemy. But it's not true. You got to break that cycle in order to find what you want out of this life. Or else you'll be buried by those boxes. You'll be buried in that box. Hard reality, but you're going to be buried in that box waiting for a miracle. Black Superman going to show up <laughs> and save all of us and we'll all rise up and conquer and take our rightful position as kings. Or you can say it for the white man. The white man, the devil going to come out of the white man one of these days. 
You see how ridiculous it is? These things are ridiculous. And thus, I spend my time trying to impress the people in this box so I can belong to this box instead of breaking the cycle myself. All right. Yo, I cannot do and play spades. I don't know how to play bitwist. No, I don't drink E&J. No, also, I don't know how to do the electric slide. Sorry. I don't eat chicken. <laughs> you see what I mean? These are all things that I waste my time trying to fit in instead of breaking out of it for the fear or what I'm going to lose when I'm going to gain. I think guys have to understand that you have to have not a fear of loss. You have to have an anticipation of gain to break the cycle. When we talk about the finances, and this goes for your family, your immediate family. This goes for your wife, your kids. When your kids become an adult and they don't want to walk the line, you don't need nothing. You, you don't have to. You don't have to keep them and let them fly. Let them fly. You can support them in spirit. But you guys try to hold on to people in some sort of controlling aspect. These kids become mature adults and you want to hold on to them as if you're going to help them. And most of the time you're hurting them. You're hurting them. You're not letting them be free. You're not letting them be who they really need to be. You're not letting them break out of the box. You're holding on to them. Most of the people are holding on to them because they, you provide a benefit to them. It's a tax write-off as a dependent. You're getting child support extended. You're codependent. <laughs> you see what I mean? These people don't want to break the cycle. They want to keep you in the cycle. Check this out right here. Let's show you some more money conversations here. Right here. It says right here, black and Hispanic Gen Xers. That's going to be my generation. Have very small retirement savings accounts. Now, if you do have a greater savings account than this, you a sellout, Uncle Tom, and you don't care about your community, I'm a supposing, or there's a sort of privilege other than family privilege. You only worry about yourself, you're selfish, or the system is messed up. But somebody needs to explain this. Somebody needs to break this cycle. And no, it's not. It, it, yes, it's a systematic cycle, but we're not going to break it all together. We need to worry about how to break this cycle as an individual. If I worry about the system breaking it, I'm going to be waiting my ass off. That Superman is not showing up. So if I can do this for myself, then I won. But if I'm worrying about doing this for everybody else, we're not breaking this cycle, right? You're going to stay right in here. So if you can't see this chart, this is the average retirement savings account. And they're saying here, this is a, um, let me just make sure I clear it up. There's two, there's two boxes here, which means the blue box is going to be representing private retirement accounts. We're not talking about, uh, but they're talking about IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, 503bs, and thrift accounts. And um, this is the average, which means the median, sorry, the mean and the median. Average is going to be the mean, the blue box, and median is going to be right down the middle, the, the green box. All right, everybody see that? Um, for blacks and Hispanics, for some reason, their numbers are very low. All right, this is the average. It's going to be 
$1,000. Now, just to warn you guys, just to warn you guys, when you retire, if you think you're going to retire off of $53,000, you about to have another thing coming. You're about to get a rude awakening. All right. You're not retiring off of that. So that's assuming that most people are in the situation there. They don't have a chance of retiring. All right. And then when you take the median, the average on just a private, you got $1. All right. Uh, Hispanics are going to be lower than that. This is typically people who are concerned with the overall group of people, which is people who look like them. Hey, what are we going to do with the people who look like us? It seems that that's not working out for you at all. Okay. And don't tell me the money's not there because it's certainly there. All right. I think the black community's GDP, somebody quote me on this one, is, um, is uh, the, the, the black community's, American black community's GDP is, um, I, I might have the wrong word that I'm phrasing here, but it's the eighth largest eighth largest income producing if if the black community was their own country they produce the eighth largest income pool in america i mean in the world I, i'm i'm phrasing this wrong but you guys know what i'm talking about you guys know what i'm talking about it is the eighth largest in the world the black community purchasing power that's what i need the eighth largest purchasing power in the world Somebody said sixth largest. The sixth largest purchasing power in the world comes from this community, okay? Mm. All right, just think about it. So the money's there, but for some reason, the priorities aren't there. Earning potential. There's any way you phrase it, we'll, we'll go with it. Earning potential, GDP, um, earning power, spending power, purchasing power, the money's there. It's the eighth largest in the world as if it, they, if it was their own nation. But the problem is the priorities aren't there or the mindset's not there. So, I, you know, miss me with all this institutional shit. Right? Miss me with all of that. I think the priorities aren't there. Thus, I must break the cycle and find, figure out how I don't become this and become something else. Now, the other people who have $189,000 you know, that's going to be problematic in their retirement as well. But again, it's an average. Again, it's an average. So um, just think about that. Just think about where you're going. If you live in a community that's always kind of preoccupied or a community that's preoccupied with thoughts that aren't going to help you as an individual, you got to break the cycle. Because there's not going to be anything that's going to save us from that overnight. There's no policy, government assistant, law change, there's nothing going to help it. What's going to help it is you as an individual, or you can be with these groups, right? You can be with them. I don't know what to tell you, but it's a hard conversation that I have to have men have because it's an unpopular opinion. A lot of people fear talking like this. They fear it because they're going to be ostracized by a particular group. But I'm telling you, your group is the group that is on this side. It, that we're larger than you perceive. A lot of us don't speak it in public. Because we know the repercussions. A lot of us are quietly doing this. And this is having a gross effect on people. And uh, particularly women. Women are feeling this effect. Right? They're not having the step simp dad anymore. 
They're not having the cleanup guy. A lot of these men are taking their resources and going global or going to other countries, outright moving to other countries, right? And so this exodus out of that mindset to break the cycle is impacting another group of people. So as much as people aren't saying it, they're doing it, right? They're doing it. And they're trying to disassociate themselves with groups. This is the same thing with religion. Overwhelmingly, people have stepped outside of the box of religion. All right, they kind of lost their religion. They kind of saw religion for what it was, and they walked out. Churches, black churches, all right, um, you know, all around the world, and they've been approaching a secular lifestyle. Women have broke away from religion, overwhelmingly. And so now they're living a different type of breaking that cycle. But, you know, are they breaking it for the right reasons? So I'm going to tell you, for, for the first step you need to do, because a lot of people want to know all this financial stuff. If you want to know the financial stuff, go to the Money Mindset. Um, streams that we do on Sunday. We give you so much information over there. It's crazy. If you wanted to chase a bag, if you wanted to reformulate your life, if you're lost, misguided, undecided, if you don't know which way to go. Okay. All right. We are giving you a lot of direction so that there's no excuses. There's over 40 streams of us giving private with a private group telling you, giving you massive amount of options if you are not exposed to options. The best thing your parents can give you is options. The best thing the parents, your parents can give you is options, not love. All right. It's great to be loved, but you know, I'm, I'm a Libra. So love don't mean shit to me. All right. All right. I'm a Libra. So I don't typically just operate on love and feelings like that. I think love is a cope as well. Love is a, a cope to say that I can't, I have an inability to give you anything else, but love. And then it's an excuse to make yourself feel better for doing something when you're doing nothing. But it is what it is. You're doing nothing. You're probably crippling the person more than you're loving them. But that's just my opinion. I tend to be non-emotional. <laughs> I tend to be non-emotional. I think it's more of a cope. That means you couldn't give nothing else. But the best thing you can give your kids are options. And options requires you to break the cycle. Indeed. <laughs> I like the truth. I don't want love. Just give me the truth. I can figure out love on the way around. So, I, I, yeah, it's all, it's all one-sided as well, and there's conditions always attached to that love, and there's oftentimes codependency as well. I'm against all of those things inherently. I don't like codependency. I don't like people depending on me that have an inability to do shit. I don't like the fact that people say love is enough. I think it's bullshit, but it's just me. Not a lot of people can think that but it actually makes me break the cycle more i'm like man i can worry about that later <laughs> if you love me let me go but yeah man look let's look at these numbers again just real quick hit the like button on the way out breaking the cycle there's a cycle that needs to be broken and no marching and asking joe biden and any politician this is not the answer so for you i'm telling you it's not the answer Sitting around and worrying about all the institutional shit that's preventing you as a man, a woman, a female, a black, a white, to get what you want out of this world, you're, you're disabling yourself. Those panels that sit around arguing this shit, you're wasting your time. This is why I don't show up. I don't show up to them panels. I'm not about to argue with these people, right? Somebody said love is very important. All right, so is sex and taking the shit. Do we talk about it? 
<laughs> Sit your punk ass down with that love shit. Taking the shit is just as important, but we don't want to talk about that, do we? So it's sex. Sex is probably one of the most important things you could do. But you don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but anyway. It's crazy. It's crazy. People, man, what, love is a complete mystery. It's a complete mystery. Like nobody can even come up with the same definition of it. You can't even come up with the same definition of it, but it's important. Okay, what is it? I can tell you what sex is. I can tell you what taking a dump is. I can tell you what my lungs are going to do and my automatic, autonomic nervous system. You don't want to talk about that. But what is it? <laughs> it's just sitting around with this mysterious aura. I've done several streams on love, and there's not even one answer, but it's so important, huh? It's so important. I could tell you how my small intestines and my large intestines take food and create waste and how that waste is put in the sewer or can be put out on a, on a cornfield and raise a whole damn. <laughs> mm. I can create flowers from shit, but do we talk about it? No. You want to talk about some shit you can't prove. People waste so much time talking about stuff that you cannot prove or change. What about it? Oh, you said unimportant. Okay, shout out to you. What about it? You can't even prove it. You can't even prove it exists. You can't even improve when you're receiving it. Matter of fact, ladies, if I love you and I tell you I love you, how do you know? How do you know? <laughs> How do you know? Now, what she's going to say is, well, this is how I define how I receive love. But I say, I don't want to give it to you like that. This is how I love you. Take it or leave it. How do you get out of that? I love you by Ike Turner backhand slapping you when you piss me off. <laughs> Right? That ain't going to work for her. She's going to be like, that ain't love. Oh, yes, it is. I don't want to lose you. See what I'm talking about? Now, all of a sudden, it shit sounds ridiculous. But because I don't love her the way she wants to be loved, there's no love. But I love her. See, this shit is ridiculous. I mean, I'm not about to sit here and, and, and try to figure this shit out. <laughs> all right. They will tell a man you don't love your kids if you don't pay child support. They will tell a man you don't love your kids if you don't pay child support. That same man wants physical custody of his kids to prove his love. They will restrict his custody to show and demonstrate his love and boil his love down to a paycheck to the state system. What is it? Give me the definition of loving your kids as a father. Is it presence or provision? Is it presence or provision? If I only provide, does that mean I don't love my kids? There's a case that people make for that. They say, no, you have to be present. Okay, I'm here, but I can't provide. I'm here. I'm with my kids every day. I can't provide for them, though. Is that love? 
See, that's you, you guys are just it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's all manipulation. They change it up. They move the goalpost. It's all subjective. And I refuse to play that game. And when I refuse to play that game, I literally break the cycle. I can't be controlled. When you break the cycle, you can't be controlled. And that is going to separate you from the rest of the pack. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> let me get to these super chats, man. Are y'all ready? Y'all wasn't ready for this stream. Y'all wasn't ready. It's just too much truth. I know, man. When you want to come reel me back in and put me in boxes, I refuse. I'm going to bust out of every box you put me in. Let me see here. Shout out to Carrot Juice Podcast. He says, Coach, you are the hardest working man on YouTube. Your last stream on The Devouring Mother was a must-see TV. He says, love the money mindset. And when you speak about Lilith's mirror, that Devouring Mother was eerily similar. Crazy. Eerily similar. Yep, she was definitely the Lilith. CGA is the GOAT. CGA, are you going to have a locals kick show on how to get your Hooter waitress or any other girls on your sugar baby program? Uh, I do that on locals. (laughs) I do that on locals. Uh, But locals, normies, do not come over there. Shout out to Candice. Shout out to you, man. She goes by Candake or Candy Cakes. I don't know what it is. She says, I'm in the spirit of agreement, LOL, uh, except for the showerhead bath part. She says, every day is a spa day for me, coach. Also, she says, I, I'm mad I missed the live stream for your coding. See you on the next Money Mindset meeting. I will put the coding uh, meeting up. Thank you for the support on the Money Mindset, and thank you for the co-sponsorship. And she agrees, women agrees, uh, about the dominating spirit. Ogre King, as one of your married coach gang members, um, I must say, CGA tells no lies. Passport bros ride the marriage wheel too. Shout out to the coach gang. Blue chip mindset for life. 100%. Um, you know, the marriage wheel is real no matter where you are. CGA is the GOAT question for Coach Radamus. Brand new house, villa in Punta Cana. Going for 150 k two bedrooms, two garages, and a swimming pool. Did you see the Passport Bros moving there and creating de facto American colonies? I that's interesting. hundred. I would love to buy um something like that in one of these countries. I would love to buy it. I would buy that pretty good. But make sure you know the lay of the land and know who the cartels are and know who police you have to pay off. But uh, there are a lot of expatriates everywhere, police, uh, Asian countries. And uh, expatriates everywhere. So find your good expatriate community if you plan on buying and moving to one of these patri- uh, uh, one of these places. Expatriates are are perfect. Uh, Taron McAdams says Libra Gang ten thirteen ten nineteen in the building. All right. Um, yeah, you got to know. You got to have your security too when you go down there. And uh, if the cartellos come and um. If the cartellos come and tell you that uh, you owe them a fee for, for protection, you got to pay the cartello fee. But uh, it gets weird. If you study the story of um, John McAfee, John McAfee also went to an expatriate area of Belize, and uh, he effed around and found out. 
So, yes, they're all over the place. Port well, Puerto Rico, but, yeah, we'll count Puerto Rico as a place for expatriates. Um, Panama, Costa, Costa Rica, uh, expatriatism is a lifestyle. So do your research. Um, you can get in a lot of mess down there as well. You can get into a mess down there as well, but um, really study it. Uh, where are we at here? Shout out to Lee Smith. He says, stay free agents. I have only one love language. Don't be a problem. He says, women know how not to be a problem. Leverage equals never commit to them. The best thing you, the best relationships you have mostly is when a non-committal relationship with women. Now this is, people can dispute that. Um, I'm willing to debate that with a very civil-minded person. I'm not going to debate anyone. We're not going to have people just call names. Okay, we're not going to have people just trying to debate for debate, per, you know, try to build their audience on YouTube, right? Civil minded people. Like if you agree to disagree and we can agree and put points back and forth, those are the only ba debates I participate in. Cam with another shot over here. Shout out to you, brother. I'm rich, Ghost J says, Coach, uh, how do you release a 304 back into the wild? First thing you do is uh, you step back slowly, you provide a lot of aftercare, and you, you, you guys, as much as guys don't want to spend money on women, I'm telling you, man, giving her ass a nice landing spot is always good. All right? It's always good. It's kind of like a dog. You know what I mean? You want to get the dog. <laughs> women are like, we're not dogs. But um, let me just describe it like this. Um, they say an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Uh, when I drop a woman off, I often say, eh, here's a little bit of, here's a little bit of something for your troubles. Right. But, um, you know, in, in a situation like that, like if you look at like divorce, divorce typically doesn't happen like that. Men don't exit and leave, you know, a landing pad. They just typically just leave and say, F you bitch. And then they argue, fight through court and they do all of that stuff. That's, that's because the man doesn't leave a landing spot. Sometimes, and sometimes it's the woman's emotional. But if I want to let a woman go, uh, here's something for your troubles uh, part ways, and, and here's a little something. Well, what she'll do is she'll realize, oh, this was my severance package. <laughs> severance package, gentlemen. They're going to come back for the money anyway. Severance package. It's kind of like when your boss fires you. We're firing you and you're pissed, but they say, but we're going to give you three months of income. We're going to keep contributing to your 401k. We'll help you find a job. We'll give you resources. We'll still get, and you're like, okay, I'm pissed off, but I'll take the package. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to be willing to, you got to have access to those things. You got to break the cycle, but you broke ninjas often find problems the biggest problems I've had with women was when I was broke. <laughs> yep, you get your final check. Hey, you know what? We got your final check. It's up to date. It's up to date from the last day you worked, including today. And we paid your mileage back and forth. And we gave you a little bit of money. We gave you a bonus for the year. The biggest problems I've had with women was when I was broke. When I tried to ghost them and shit like that and ignore them and argue with them. I had no leverage. Uh, here's, a, here's $500. Go treat yourself. All of a sudden, it softened the blow. Mm. 
<laughs> just letting y'all know, man, it's a code breaker. It's a game changer. I know people don't want to believe this. It's a literally a game changer. And I do, I'm not one of these guys that think giving up money is giving up leverage. Giving up money gives you leverage. It doesn't give up, but but guys are broke. I get it, because you don't want to know. You're like, I never give no, I never spend no money on no goofy ass woman. My here's my here's my thing, guys. You guys have so much misunderstanding about people and women. You call women goofy. You call what they provide useless. You're like, they don't provide nothing. They don't do nothing. But then you always want to be up over them or on them or be up around them. But then when it comes to get just giving them a couple of dollars, you then just fold up. I ain't giving her shit. She ain't worth shit. You're like, oh, my God. But she was worth you penetrating her, right? She was worth you being in her company, right? All right, I see. You want to be pimps out here, man. It's crazy. These want to be pimps are ridiculous. Man, $500 go a long way for a woman. <laughs> All right. And in, in another country, uh, $200 goes a long way. And if $200 is too much for you, reconsider your life. Reconsider your life. Look at where your life is at. I'm just letting y'all know, man. <laughs> Reconsider your whole life. Some of you guys ain't even started life yet. <laughs> Look at your whole life and, and find out why $500 is a problem for you. Because it's not the problem that the woman's worthless. No, it's not the problem that she don't deserve anything. It's because you broke. I never in the history of the world knew a person that had the resources and refused to give it up. Reconsider your whole damn life. Look at your life and realize you lived a lie for however old you are. But it's all right. It's all right. And you don't, look, you don't have to lead with your wallet. Somebody said, KSL, lead with your wallet. You don't have to lead with it, but it sure gives you purchasing power. It gives you power. But anyway, your whole life is a lie. Oh, I had to figure this out with hip-hop music, by the way. Right? Because I was raised in hip-hop culture. Man, they lied to me up and down and all the way around. You know how many lies I believe because of hip-hop music? Yeah. I had to recondition my life. I had to read. I said, you know what? My whole life was a lie. They told lots of lies, all right? Same thing as the church. I had to leave the church when I was 16. I was like, these people lying to me, okay? I was like, I refuse. I had to leave a lots of people around, man. I had to leave they ass because I was like, all they doing is lying. And they got you believing some shit that ain't even real. But it is what it is. <laughs> all right, anyway, what we got here? Shout out to Newski says, CGA gives the best game. I question everything and study myself to see if it's true he says even if it's my parents i will call out common sense stuff and he says that doesn't make sense in the bible in society there we go we're just talking about it and they say you should never question that or your parents they don't know that that's the exact reason i question it yep yeah now just because i shout out to you just because i say hip-hop lie doesn't mean i don't like it again another example you guys gotta understand break the just because I think it's a lot, like, look, I watch wrestling. 
when I realized wrestling was scripted and predicted, it wasn't predicted. It was um the results were the results were um predetermined. When I found out the magic tricks weren't magic, it doesn't mean I can't go to the magic show. It doesn't mean I can't enjoy it. It doesn't mean I can't enjoy WrestleMania. It doesn't mean I can't listen to the music. It doesn't mean I can't go to church. I'll go to church. I ain't just ain't gonna I just ain't gonna believe the shit that I don't want to believe. But I'll go to church. Not often. But just because I think something has misled me doesn't mean I can't enjoy it. Right? Sex is dangerous too, but I enjoy it. <laughs> so it is what it is, right? So I'm not against it when I say it lied to me. I just say I now see it for what it is. And I can put it in a, its proper perspective. That's all. Like magic, I know they're not doing magic. They're doing sleight of hand. It's mystery. It's, um, you know, they're tricking us. They're using wires and mirrors and shit like that. I know that, but it's still impressive. But yeah, man, it's, it's one of those things, man. It's, it's a part of growing up and I, I, I wish people would grow up. You know what I mean? You don't have to throw the baby away with the bathwater. You just throw away the bathwater, keep the baby. But because we live in these boxes and we don't want to break, break away from things, when we find out something's not true, we throw the whole thing away. Kind of like the messenger. Yeah, illusions. You know what? You might not like me. You might not the way the way I look or I think, but doesn't mean you throw the whole message away. Because you don't like me doesn't mean I'm out here lying to you and telling you untruths. The, the fact is, I'm telling you the truth. You could throw me away, but what I say stands. <laughs> I know y'all hate me, but it is what it is, man. What I say goes and it stands and ain't nothing you can do about it. All the shit that I say comes to pass. Where we at? MC Hampshire says, don't mistake peace for boredom. Indeed. All right. Uh, Joshua Moon says, spend money on leverage ninja. Simple. For real. Dude, the way the world works, money equals leverage. All right. Spend the extra dollars. Tiger Woods found out. Mike Tyson found out. If you guys know, allegedly, the story of uh, Tiger Woods was that one of his women got out of pocket, started to extort him, started asking for money, started threatening him. This happens when you try to take advantage of women. I don't support taking advantage of women. I support being honest and upfront. And if that means paying upfront, I, I do. I'm not trying to mislead them. They're quite dangerous. So he wasn't providing, this is allegedly, so we're going to call it a myth. He was allegedly being Woman was asking him for $500 here, $600 there, $300 here, $400 there, $50 here. That started to happen. Now, Tiger Woods got fed up with this shit, and the reason why he couldn't do anything about it was, first, he was married. Second, he has a reputation. Third, um, he thought he was being taken advantage of. Well, the problem was you started. To, you were taking advantage of the woman first, right? You were paying them, you weren't providing them with a different lifestyle, you weren't supporting them, you were you were taking advantage of them, you were taking what they got, they gave it to you, they led with it, you took it, and you thought you were winning, but then you found out you started having to pay. Now, here's what happened. He decided he wasn't going to pay. Now, remember, I tell you, all men pay. You either pay on the front end or the back end. And at the middle part, he says, 
this is according to myth. He said, I'm not going to pay. He told the girl to extort, that was extorting him for meaningless dollars that he wasn't going to pay. He said, I'm not going to pay that shit. And guess what happened? His life proceeded to fall apart from that day forward. According to the myth, allegedly, his life has been in shambles ever since. Now, he could have paid the $500 here, the $600 there, but what he thought was, according to the myth, allegedly, I'm not going to pay. It ain't worth it. I already got what I wanted out of you, you bitch. All right, take your stankin' punani somewhere else. And he thought, hey, for sure, I ain't going to pay. This ninja going to pay at least $600, billion, $600 million, at least. Or the $3,000 he could have paid, allegedly. Compare the two. $3,000, let's just say it was $10,000 over five years. <laughs> it still beats the $600 million that he lost. And not only that, he lost his legacy, meaning he was going to be the all-time uh, majors winner in golf. He was on track to doing that. He was going to break that record in a year or two. He never broke the record. What? But pain is too much? Okay. Yeah. He never broke the record. He still, and he ain't never going to break it. He was going to break it within a year or two. He didn't break the record. Now, here's the deal. Mike Tyson allegedly was dealing with the same thing. That girl he was smashing, he smashed. He throttled her. It was aggressive, but she was willing to overlook that shit if allegedly he walked her down like a gentleman to the cab, stand and give her a cab and so she can go home. Possibly a soft landing spot. Here's a couple of thousand dollars for your pocket and your time. Thank you very much. Give her some aftercare. Kiss her on the forehead. See her off. Go back upstairs and go to sleep. Allegedly, he didn't want to do that. He didn't want to hug her, cover, comfort her, cuddle her. So guess what she did? She says, I'm going to show you. And she did. He lost the belt. He lost his rematch with Devander Holyfield. He lost his freedom. He lost all of his support. He lost every goddamn thing because he did not walk her down to the taxi stand. You know what I mean? Like, listen, I said Tupac too, similar. So you got the land they asked. You got a soft landing. I know it sucks, but all men pay. Once you figure that out, you figure that out. All right, anyway, you paid. <laughs> all men pay. Look, hit the like button on the way out. I think I got all the super chats. Darren Eaton says, excellent session, coach. I'll be joining the Money Mindset this Saturday. Looking forward to it or this Sunday. Uh, crazy, crazy here. He says, what did she get? It don't matter. She got, his, she got him to destroy himself. Women will destroy. She got him to destroy himself. She got the satisfaction because she got the satisfaction to look and to see this guy getting destroyed. Did she stop it? Nope. She could have easily said, you know what? I made it all up. Stop destroying this guy. Yeah. And she got to be able to see him lose everything and the satisfaction of it. Yes, when you understand 
that that's all that matters to them. That's all that. Not only that, she got massive amounts of attention. He he got massive amount of attention. She got sorry. She got she got massive amount of attention. She got her name being broadcast all over the world. Well, at that point, it wasn't, but everybody knew who it was. So that goes a long way. Take it seriously, guys. I know. Right when you're young, you're young, but when you're not, you're not. After a certain amount of time, you gotta you gotta understand what it is. Anyway, let's get up out of here. Shout out to the coach gang, and we out of here, brothers. Peace.